episode, episode 136. It is November the 10th, 2016. Scotty's been fired. Scotty Scotty died. Three strike rule. He's he's dead. Mm-hmm. The man died. No. The man died. It, it is his third strike, though. You're right. He So that's, what, a year is three strikes for a suspension? Mm, I thought you got fired at three strikes. But you, you're right. Okay, so he is thought fired. thought it was then. three strikes, you're out. I thought it was <laughs> that, his. That does, <laughs> that does make sense, yeah. I guess. That logic checks out. No, Scotty had to work because apparently somebody quit. At, Some bitch. Uh, at their, that's his words. Yeah. Some bitch quit at my work, so I can't make it this week. Uh, but joining myself and Brando is Big Bad Boris. PWA Hall of Famer, Big Bad Boris. I don't say anything until you say PWA Hall of Famer. I'm just kidding. Uh, how are you, buddy? I'm good. It's good. It's good uh, to be here. Thank it's, you for having me. I am a, yes, it has been a while. Hmm. That's good. Started to you, think that you guys didn't like me anymore. No, that's not true. We just don't think you smell very good. Well, mm. that's a fact. <laughs> that's something we're all kind of working on. Um. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> Scotty has his own distinct odor. This chair is very <laughs> high today. I feel like I'm towering above. I'm slouching also. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, as I do. But that chair is set very high. So, because yeah. you know Scotty, Scotty likes yeah. high things. High times. I'm just fucking mm. zinging him all day. Today, it's gonna be a gooder today, boys. Shoot on Scotty podcast. Uh, what's new, fellas? Before we talk wrestling. Uh, well, I have a small announcement to make. Oh, all right. Small, big. Do it. Uh, the Talking Reckless oh. podcast oh. is officially oh. dead forever. Okay. <laughs> Actually? Yeah. We, uh, Maddie's put out the message today. We're, Not even uh, a- we're calling it quits. We're tired of teasing the people. We're tired of giving them a little like, oh, we might be back. Just is real busy right now. So give me a second. Now it's like, no, no. Go about your, re- replace our podcast with a new one. Replace that hole in your that talking reckless shape wow. hole. It's a sad day. We're calling her quits. Not even. Not even. Year I don't believe we're even doing an end of the Come year. Po- if we do, it will not be a talking reckless branded thing. It will be four fucking dudes in a basement. We should do like a sat pod crossover with talking reckless podcast end of the year live stream extravaganza twenty seven sixteen. We've uh, well, I think now. I mean, Matt has the gear. We could just call it all yes. What is this? <laughs> an apt song yeah, this yeah. on the eve of on Remembrance eve Day. Of, yeah, that's right. Or well, I guess that's kind of disrespectful, isn't it? Veterans <laughs> Day, depending on where you be. Oh, I didn't mean any hey, disrespect. Hey, after what Scotty did last week, you were going to look like an angel. Smash yeah. Morshin? Holy shit. In, um, his, in his defense, that is a rumor that had been circumventing yes. online, I, and yeah. I can officially kill that that was not the case. I figured as much, too. I actually hadn't even seen that until he said I that. I only saw that's it in one I, place, and it was on Reddit, so, of course. Like, that's why I reacted the way I did. Reddit. I thought he just Well, I'm gonna. I'm not going to lie. I don't know a whole lot about Talking Reckless, but I know it was pretty popular, so that's, uh, that's sad to see. Yeah, we just couldn't uh, couldn't make it work. Too too many adults on that one, I think. Uh, one guy gets married, and then it just crumbles. Yeah. That's, that's the end of it. Fucking it ever far away from me. Ruins podcast. I'm making it a rule right now. Nobody's allowed to get married on this podcast that isn't already married. There you go. Oh, just slipped in on that one. <laughs> I'm not, I think we're probably safe for now. Uh, watch Scotty come in with a swerve and be like, been married for two years. Suck it. Yeah. You keep the wife. There's no way that I keep the married. wife because I um, always had the wife before. The rule was grandfathered in. Uh, what were we talking? Oh, yeah. The crossover. 
Yeah, well, but Maddie we'll sells the equipment, something. so at this point, it should just be the Satpod year-end show. Might as well use it. With special guests, formerly of Talking Reckless. Right. But and, we'll also play video games. Timing-wise, weirdly, uh, recently converted wrestling fans. Well, I got some <laughs> new, a new equipment, too, that we can just sit a whole shitload of people around a table, and yeah. it should work. There you go. In theory. We'll but, figure something out. I mean, out. we all got cell phones. I mean, communism true. works in theory as well. So. If we each individually... We're on Periscope or Facebook Live. Yeah. Then somebody could just pick who they want to watch. What sure. a clusterfuck of I'm a... I'm tired of Brando. Let's go over to Scotty. See what yeah. Scotty's doing. Oh, he's on his phone. Okay, good. Yeah. That's pretty Shocking. Much, yeah. Shocking. Do you think that there's a new woman in Scotty's life and that's why he's on the phone so much? Oh, he's got like fucking oh, four. Oh, he said he, yeah, yeah, two old, at one point. Yeah. One in the back gone. pocket, one on the leash. Maybe. I haven't asked him if things have gotten more serious with either one of the two. That he was courting at one point. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you're right. Man's got to, you Who know, knows? he's got to keep the wheels in motion. You think this work thing's just a big lie? <laughs> maybe. Ma- he's yeah, he's got a date or something. Yeah, yeah Scotty doesn't have a job. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got fired from that job after one day there, probably. Get the hell out Is of that here! The liquor with that store haircut. one. Is that yeah. where he's working? Yeah. 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 Has anyone gone to see him? Yeah. Uh, where is the liquor store on White Ave? It's oh, there's 17. No, the uh, one that he the works at. Depot, and I yeah. think it's right by the what it used to be that cross. No, cross town. No, because I walked mm-hmm. up and down the other South day. South Park. It was right and... by the South Park dealership. Really, I must have walked yeah, right like by it twice. Kitty Corner ish, I think, hmm. where that Sorrentino's used to be. Maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. I could could be very wrong too. There is a lot of liquor stores, so hmm. could be confusing one with another, but. I feel like we should go there sometime. If he's going to get us a discount, why not? It's probably it. like 5%. It's true. It's probably not. When true. I'm not here, this podcast is almost exclusively about video games and liquor. Yeah, we did rant a lot last week about our booze right at the end there. Getting in our stories and then Scotty left. I was like getting <laughs> Just ready walked to, right out. Fuck this shit. I'm done. I started, you know, planning some interventions and... Yeah, I like how Scotty just like pieced out right in the middle. He's like, Couldn't... gotta go. And then we did his mom come walk in again like last no. time? But I think God, I wish. she must have been on the verge, and that's why he left. He's like, I can't, I can't, can't allow let that to happen, happen again. again. <laughs> <laughs> just stay there. I'm, I'm coming. coming. Dear God. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, well, now we have ideas for our end of the year podcast. There you go. Slash awards show. Yeah. That's I've already started considering some of my awards. Yeah. Not assuming I'll be asked to be here, but just in case I'm asked for yeah, them. Yeah, I've been, yeah, processing as well. Torn on match of the year. We gotta start narrowing down like if we wanna add it in a new category and take a look at that as well. We usually do that like two weeks before the That's show. true. So we got about a month left, yeah. which is good. Coming up on uh three year anniversary? Yeah. No. That can't be yeah. Three year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Three years of a podcast. That's a long time. Look at us. Almost syndicated three times. What's well, fifty two times three? Somebody help me out with that. Uh, 156. Okay, so we're going to be close to almost a podcast a week for three years? Well, you got sick like a bitch the other week. See, I could have stepped in and hosted it, but I don't know how to press all the buttons. Well, and now you have a a microphone and equipment and, yeah. No no one will even know the difference except it'll sound like garbage. Good. That's nice. Um, (laughs) okay. What, anything else you want to talk about, Brando? Uh, well, I don't know. It was a pretty uneventful week. I've been working a lot. I saw a guy uh, today uh, attempt to eat a 94-ounce steak. Mm. That is a big steak. Trying to think, like, compare it to something in size. 
Because I don't know ounces. From... A child. <laughs> <laughs> a cow with its legs removed. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like a, like a 16, 16 ounce steak is like a fucking right. big steak. That is a big steak. Like, I don't know if I could eat a 16 ounce steak unless I had like no size and was starving. And this is 94 ounces. How close was he to finishing? He got over halfway, which is damn impressive. And then he just keeled over. Uh, Then he almost puked. (laughs) Uh, And then we were kind of all like behind the camera being like, hey, maybe you don't puke in this fancy restaurant. Yeah, don't do that, please. And uh, yeah, he eventually uh, tapped out. Uh, We cut a little promo being like, hey, I couldn't do it. And then he just ran to the bathroom. Now, please tell me that you, as a wrestling fan, when he was close to tapping out, were screaming, Ask him! (laughs) Ask him! He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! I thought you were going with, he's gonna puke. Uh, As a cameraman, I kept my mouth shut as best I could. That's probably for the best, I guess. For the sake of professionalism. Did that make the news? Was that, do you Uh, know, was that on the uh, It won't be, it's not on yet. It'll be on uh, either Monday or Tuesday. It's kind of a more feature-y thing. Look at that. We're getting an inside scoop on the news. Yeah. It was for uh, Ryan Smith's bar. He owns a part of the Lux Steakhouse and Bar called 94, Bar 94, I think it's called. I didn't know that. Yeah. And their big gimmick thing is the 94-ounce steak. I'm not familiar with Ryan Smith. Interesting. Tell me more about him. There's like probably a billion of them in the world. That's one played there's for the a, Oilers. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of Ryan. Yeah. A lot of Ryan Smiths. Did you see the picture in the hallway that you want? No, I didn't. Okay, well, I'll show you that after. What are you doing with it? This guy's apparently staying here now. We were hanging it up somewhere. Why? What is so this? So that we What's can happening? mock it daily. We okay. uh, we had a listener uh, because we're doing we put together a package for the Atco charity Christmas auction. Mm-hmm. Proceeds going towards uh, Atco gas. No, <laughs> going towards uh, children's. I think it was a staller even. Sure. Don't quote me on that. But anyways, we put together a package where we're doing, uh, and I think we talked about it when we did it this year. We did the tour to Schooner where we went around for all the brew houses and got a schooner at every stop. Uh, This year it's the tour to Tankard, which is slightly smaller than a schooner, but still a large beer. Mm -hmm. Same thing. But instead instead of going to shoot guns this year, we're going to the new, there's a new smash room at Edmonton, which is like a, like a stress relieving thing where they, you go in a room with, your PPE on, your goggles and your your headphone ear blocker things. <laughs> That's personal protection equipment. Right. And you'd go in there and smash it. Yeah. So we were talking about this and we ended up we ended up raising over a thousand dollars, which is pretty fucking cool. Humbled when stuff like that happens. Grenade. Uh and so then the we kids. had a we had a guy call in and say, Hey, I've got this picture of this Calgary Flames thing. Uh I'd love if you guys take it to this room and smash it as part of this thing. Yeah. So uh, instantly we're like, yeah, 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 bring it in. Just because even if it's a dud and we don't want to take it, then we just throw it out. Whatever. You ne- never say no to free stuff, mm-hmm. essentially. He brings it in and we hit the fucking gold mine because it's, we think around 92. Maybe you can confirm, considering that you would have not been an infant at that time. Uh, we I think can carbon date that bad boy for you. <laughs> we think it's around 92. Uh, and it, apparently this is just like a trend that, I don't know if it was just Canadian teams or if it was American teams as well, but they just did these, like, photo shoots. Uh, and it, this is the entire Calgary Flames roster from this year, and they're all dressed up in, like, biker they, Those things don't garb. age well at all. No, it's like no. the, the Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah, does exactly. not Does not age well at all. So they're just all in this barn, and there's, like, motorcycles scattered around and hay bales, and they're in, like, their cuts and, like, assless chaps and... Mm. 
It's pretty. It's pretty homoerotic. You're making me sound a little bit wicky here. That I want this thing. Um. So so you guys are gonna smash it. Uh, no, we we took to the air. Is it and like said, under glass or? Yeah, like, it's in a frame. And I want it. We we took to the air and said, okay. Now we had because the next day we got here and the morning show Yukon was like, what are you guys doing with this thing? It's amazing. And we said, well, we're breaking. it. He said, no, yo, you can't break. We gotta like keep it here to make fun of it because it's too ridiculous to. Oh, not. but that guy gave it to you so you could smash it. We called him and then said, what do you think of this? And he said, you guys do whatever you want with it. Yeah, I'm care. calling Yukon and I'm I want it. Sure. You can, I make, want it you can make fun of me, hmm. but you do anyway. Uh, and then the, the story gets funnier because the guy who gave it to us, uh, he originally told us that he had bought it for a friend who ended up not wanting it because he didn't know it was for flames or something like that. He called us back yesterday to say that uh, he, that wasn't completely true, that uh, he is a gay man and bought it because <laughs> he thought it was a great-looking picture. That's actually... And then realized it was the Calgary Flames and said that took away the uh, sexiness. That's sure. the greatest story I, I've ever heard. Amazing. Uh, when he told us that, we were like, dude, you should have told us that from the start because that makes Did he tell that story on the air? Or? No, no, he just texted in and said, oh, I got to come clean. So and funny. Yeah, really, really funny. So shout out to that guy. Um, lastly, but certainly not leastly, I took part in a charity fundraiser, which I totally would have there you go. totally would have uh, forgotten about had you not mentioned the stallery. Uh, we did our Extra Life oh, big yeah. get-together, 24-hour video games. Yep. Uh, I don't know how much of it was actually streamed in the end. I was never playing what was getting streamed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, we made it. It was uh, 4 a.m. to 3 a.m. the next day because of the hour rollback. Yeah. Daylight savings time. Yeah. Flew over on on me, so uh, I uh, I knew it was four to three because I knew that was twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. But at some point during the day, I was like, "Okay, I just got to get to three, But I wasn't doing the time change in my head, so I got to a point at around midnight. Only three hours. Where I was like, only three hours. No. And then this guy's like, "Well, actually, it's four because we got to do the one a.m. hour twice." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm never gonna fucking make it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna make it." Just deflated. That was you. all I had. Yeah. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. We raised a lot of money. I think we raised $3.8,000. Wow. Just shy of 4000 That's Now, were you sweet. at West Ed playing with all those guys? No, no. We did our own there... thing uh, here like at the that... station. Oh, here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, with, with station people. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, want to thank uh, everyone who donated. Uh, I raised just under 800 bucks. Nice. We talked, dude. Yeah. I was top guy. Yeah. By, by a couple hundred. Bragging rights along with that, or is yeah, there something else? Was I, I think they let me leave early. Not, <laughs> not you leave, don't have to do any cleanup. No, yeah, exactly. Congrats. Not not leave the stream early, but I got out of there quicker than everyone else when it nice. came to cleaning up after. Top so. guys do top guy stuff. Yeah, exactly. I fucking went home and just belly flopped on my bed and had one of the best sleeps of my life. I think that's the way to do it, though. If you're ever going to do a 24-hour anything, staying awake, mm. I think that's about the times you want to go because it never feels like you stayed up overnight. That's true. Like, yeah, it, it sucks and waking it up that really, early. It doesn't really fuck up your sleep pattern that way no, either. No, absolutely. If, if I were to, like, wake up at 10 o'clock and say, let's stream, and then you do 24 hours, and then it's 10 o'clock in the morning, yep. and then you go to sleep for six, seven hours, then you're then fucked. it's you're five fucked. in the afternoon, and you're fucked. Yeah. So this was, you get up, or the only, the only flaw to this is you start tired. Right. But if you can power through starting tired... Uh, you get yourself to like the daytime, the regular daytime. Then you're like, yeah, hey, I just got to get through the day. Yeah. And eat. once you get to the day, you're like, okay, now it's just like a late night of gaming. Yeah. And then, if so facto, 
you made it. Hit the, hit the sack, though. Was the, uh, that's pretty good. Was the uh, Red Bull flowing? Uh, yeah, I had uh, probably six Red Bulls, <laughs> uh, two rock stars, like big rock stars, and like four coffees. And some crystal meth and... Uh, well, I'm well not, you're going to need some not, cooking. Yeah, the first thing you do is get some cooking. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about well, what other substances we might not have needed to, to get through there. A lot of pizza. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah. they brought us 14 boxes of pizza, and I think there was only 14 of us there. Uh, now, me. Who's they? Uh, Nietzsche's Pizza. Thank you very much, Nietzsche's Pizza. Oh, is it like a mom and pop kind of thing? Because those are always the best pizza. Uh, it was a guy named, I think his name was Paul. Hmm. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, he was just doing it out of the goodness of his heart. He said, uh, give us cool. a shout out on Twitter. That's fine. Uh, and then we were like, hey, Paul, Paul you're great. You're, you, he comes by for lunch. He's like, you're, you're great. Thanks for doing this. He's like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm happy to do it. I, I feel like if I, if I do my good stuff, good stuff will happen to me. But between when he left for that and brought us dinner, because he brought us two meals, uh, he had gone to the horse races and won like two grand. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a great story. So yeah, I uh, uh, played a lot of different stuff. I, I played a lot of Halo. We played. Like, hey, take got, it like, easy a, in there, pal. Sorry. Got like a land party for Halo, like two TVs Old with school. four players each. Yeah, some eight player. That means local area network. There you go. Uh, yeah, we're all plugged in like umbilical cords. Uh, and then we, uh, I, on my DS, cause like my big thing was, yeah. uh, and this was part of how I got good donations and said, I will not be taking breaks. I you said, you give me five minutes to eat. Uh, I will play games the rest of the time. I will play cell phone games on the toilet. Mm. I will play my DS whenever I'm walking around from like one thing to another. Uh, or if I'm waiting for my turn, we played rock band, a lot of rock band. If I was ever waiting for my turn for an instrument, I was playing on my DS. I beat Super Mario World start to finish. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I knew I was going to have to pick one game where I was like, I just, I need to have a game that I just, I I beat from start to finish. So I can actually, after all this is done, I can be like, I accomplished two things. I raised money and I beat a game. Hmm. Didn't just play a game. I beat a game. Played a lot of Titanfall. Played some Overwatch with you. Yeah. You actually played a big part in getting me over the hump when I was the most tired. Because everyone was kind of getting a little bit like low and uh, people were kind of pairing up and I could hear people getting more energy when they started playing multiplayer games with each other and having fun. I was like, fuck, I got to play a good multiplayer game with someone and Warren was online. So I was like, well, let's play some Overwatch. And that like kind of brought my energy level back up. Yep. We did it. You guys are best friends. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Except uh, our buddy Andy, who was also on with you when I started playing, yeah. uh, was very cranky. Oh, he was just uh, screaming. Because probably his poor just level screaming. of play. And I said, well, this is just bringing me down. <laughs> But it was a lot of fun. Good. Uh, it. Uh, How was the sleep afterwards? Oh, like, did so you, good. Did you fall asleep pretty quick? Or oh did yeah. It take a while. Immediately. Yeah. So I uh, had my last rock star with about three hours to go, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I can't have any more, otherwise I won't be able to get to sleep. Um. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. I, I put something on my laptop to watch, and just ten seconds in, out like a light. Good. And then I had to work the next day, but. <laughs> Which is kind of also why you planned it that way, right? So, that you so I get a good a sleep, in decent night sleep, and yeah, because I didn't have to be at my first shoot until one in the afternoon. So nice, slept till noon. Well, good on you. Yeah, for the kids. It. Yeah, that's a right. lot of generous donations for the children. And uh, if you follow Brando on any social media, you'll notice that he was the most active that I've ever seen you be. Oh yeah, absolutely. Working really just for that Facebook. money. I think on Twitter, I had like three posts pertaining, hmm. two of which were about the pizza place. That's right. Best uh, best ribs you'd ever had. Oh yeah. Dry oh, ribs. Oh, you have some Nietzsche's pizza. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've chance. ever had dry ribs from there. 
so good. I love me some Nietzsche's. That's the a good place. The fucking pizza's great, too, though, so I can't even yeah. fault you for never even attempting the ribs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good. my Facebook is just littered with our many <laughs> adventures. Uh, you haven't played rock band until you've hooked up surround sound speakers in an actual TV studio and played it on a projection yeah, screen. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. But boy, does it hurt your eyes. <laughs> you know how you get that feeling where, like, the, the whole, world is, yeah. like, moving? Yeah. It's way worse when you play <laughs> on a big screen for, like, 11 hours. No doubt. No doubt. I think, um, yeah, I think I might do that next year. Yeah, sure. You'd Whether be able to raise some money or... with your public, uh, yeah. Miss? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my publicness. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. What, uh, Boris, would you like to tell us what's new with you? Oh, boy. Well, let's see. It's been a while since I've been here. It has been a while. Uh, had a couple of PWA shows. Uh, we had the uh, Fright Night event, which is always mm. fun, and I actually dressed up this year for the first time ever. Nailed it, too. I did. I was Boris Owens. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, I tweeted out a picture a little while ago. I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Looked uh, good. The show went pretty well. Main event was a lot of people are talking match of the year. Really, really good. Really good. It's going yeah. to be on uh, DVD right away as soon as somebody decides they want to come do some work. Oh! I told you whenever, oh, I could bust, I could bust balls too, Mr. Oh, I asked Boris <laughs> if he'd come do the podcast, and he told me to fuck off. <laughs> that did not happen. Uh, then this past weekend, we had a show in Calgary. Mm. Uh, we had a special guest stop by too. Uh, Tyson Kidd was in town. Oh, wow. Came and hung out in the locker room, and then a bunch of us went out uh, for drinks after the show, so it was good to see him. How is he? He looks good. Yeah. He's doing well. Uh... A lot of talk about old times. Don't really talk about what's going on with him now. Not no. with me, anyway, because we're too busy talking about old times and making fun of people and promoters and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> um, cool. That's good. So, yeah, that was good. What else is going on? New Pokemon update. You get uh, lots of good stuff when you go to the old Pokestops. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I still play Pokemon. I, uh, last one. I was going to say, I haven't booted that up in a while now. I'm rocking and rolling. What's what's new with the? Because I know they did like a Halloween theme thing where there was more ghosts and and stuff I for a didn't while. Notice anything about no? that? Okay. Mm. Well, what's new about this one? Uh, the new update now. Um, you get more stuff on Pokestops. You get like seven or eight things instead of like three. And your first one of the okay. day, you get a lot of stuff. And then I guess if you go for seven days in a row, I don't know what happens, but something will happen because it's been counting me down seven days oh, in a row. Oh, yeah, okay. Going the to a Pokestop explodes. and catching a Pokemon. So I'll let you know what happens in seven days. Okay. All right, we'll have to have you back on for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I'm being mocked, by the way. Uh, my my Owen's sick right now. He's been uh, throwing up That's all day. That's no good. Little oh. kid. That's what me and Warren had. Yeah, although I never yeah, did throw a up. Lot of, a the lot of people. and the poopies. Yeah. He's Just been a uh, little puke machine. Mm. That's no good. He got his haircut, though. I saw that he picture. He did. Yeah. Sharp-looking young man. That's Maybe true. he just doesn't like the haircut. No, I think he likes the haircut. Oh, okay. It's just I, just putting two I together. Mean, if he's going to take after his old man, he better enjoy that hair while That's he's right. got it. It's going. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of what else is new. Not much, really. Preparing for uh, Christmas Slam, the it's gonna be big. final show of the year. A lot yeah. of words. uh being hurled towards Cody Rhodes from Michael Richard Blaze. The list. I saw yes. I saw the list get tweeted out. He is uh he's training hard, he's ready. This is gonna be something special. Yeah. Um let's talk about that. And when... if all goes according to plan, mm-hmm. not plan, but if all goes the way that the world is supposed to go. If all goes the way I think the world is supposed to go. Okay. 
I believe 205 Live is a tremendous place for our young Michael Richards heads. That would be pretty And I'm not saying anything cool. is happening. I'm not saying there's been discussions. I'm not saying anything. No, no. I'm just saying. Break it open, Boris. That that is where and there is not a more perfect fit in the world for that. True. Uh, except for he's 206 pounds. <laughs> Missed it by <laughs> that much. Yes. Another dream shattered. <laughs> No, Rattles he's pissing he, me off today. He seems, <laughs> he seems like he's like a buck 30. <laughs> Michael Blaze hovers anywhere between 185 to 200 pounds. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. He would. Fa- I, you're right. He would be tremendous on that program. Man can fly and through the air with the best of them. He's mm-hmm. trying to kill me. Why? Because he's your workout coach yes. right now. Oh, it's hard. Whipping well, it's you. Probably getting trying to get you down to be 205. You guys would be on there. I have been 205 since I was born. Well, my mother doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> but no, not much really going on besides that. Just, uh, yeah. Okay. Kids are off. Did you ever, there's this new thing now, mm. fall break. See, that was just starting, like, uh, when I was in grade 12, We that was the first year that we had ever had that in the, I'm Catholic school is what I went through. Because the kids were off yesterday. Mm-hmm. What's today? Today is Thursday. Which one's reading yeah. week? That's in the spring. They were off Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. Then they're off Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, Tuesday. Like, what the fuck? That is pretty weird. What See, am the way I supposed to do with all these fucking kids. The way that we family? had it was that uh, growing up, I always in in Catholic, we always had every Wednesday was early dismissal, so we get out. We an have hour Thursday. Early. But then when they did that, they changed it to only the first Wednesday of the month is early dismissal. Yeah, that's but we get I, an entire was... week off in November. In lieu of all the hours or something like that. Yeah, everything's right. weird. Yeah, uh, mine was always uh, the first Wednesday of every month. Hmm. was early dismissal. I had to take a horse-drawn carriage to school. Basically. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's new with you, Warren? What's going on? Well, uh, there was an election this week, boys. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Neither was one. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. I stayed up till the bitter end because I'm too. like watching it going, I can't fucking believe this is happening. Because you went to bed around, what, 11.30? I got, I got to bed right when the buddy came out and said, Hillary's got nothing to say. Right. One, in the, one in the morning, she called to concede. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm going to go to bed and hope that the world is still here in the morning when I wake <laughs> up. That was the thing, is that right after Brando went to bed, I was like, I should go too because this is over. It's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. But then I had this moment of like, well, I've wasted yeah, the past four hours of my life. I might as well watch the whole thing. What if there's just some fucking big comeback? Right. I'm waiting or for the baby crazy. face comeback, you know? Because it was it was a foregone conclusion, but there was potential possible. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that she could have done it. It's yeah. like the Flames could still make the playoffs, <laughs> but... Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, America... Yeah, interesting decision. I'll yeah, say right, that. Right, it's not the popular vote. Yeah, uh, because Hillary got popular more votes. Vote doesn't matter. But that's not the way the system works. The system elected Donald, not the people. Let that linger. That's deep. getting deep on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's politics talk on the sad pod. <laughs> it's weird how they do it. It is. It's. Do we do it that way? We might do. We it that have way too. seats, um, but. I don't know we if don't it's directly per vote, province, though. We don't directly vote for our right prime minister. We vote for the party. Right. 
And then the party then, gets the seats, yeah, and then the prime minister. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird Whoever thing. has the most right. seats. Yeah. But our politics is fucking boring compared to American, so I don't really know much about True. Canadian politics. Well, part of it, I think, I think ours is boring because no one cares. Like, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. Like, if people were passionate about politics, if anyone got out and voted Yeah, in we got, Canada, what, 30% turnout, 35% turnout? Yeah, and if people watched the election, then I think all of a sudden the election would become a big spectacle. Mm. But it's kind of like, ah, people don't really tune in. People don't really go vote. Like, I hear it's yeah. legal now to grab women by the pussy. Uh, yes, it's, it's first be. order of business. A lot of uh, a lot of states legalized recreational usage of marijuana. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, California included. And uh, getting into news a little bit here, but Rhino did not win his Republican seat. Oh no. yeah, I forgot I to look at that. Damn. Bless him for trying. Well, he still got the tag team championship, so that's, that's we're not doing that. Not a yeah, not a complete loss. Uh, yeah. So Donald Trump. I'll, yeah, if interesting anything, decision, I'll leave it at that. As I said to Brando, if anything, this guarantees him a spot in the WWE Hall of Fame. Sure, so. you got to put the president in. He's already put in. The president. He's already Did in. they already put him oh, in? Oh, yeah, he's already in. Oh, uh, yeah, he got in for like the like, the Atlantic City double WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and the, the whole, appearance, yeah. Yeah, the 23, I think it was. Do Yeah, that's why I'm running for prime minister. <laughs> I could, you know, PWA Hall of Fame. That's true. Um, do we ever... See no. Whatever you're gonna say, the answer is no. In a WWE program, while he's president, not while. Obviously, oh. I don't think not while. Like a Jesse Ventura ever. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think so too. I'm gonna say while. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. He just comes out as yeah. yeah. I, him and it's Vince a seem to be crowd. pretty like, good friends. So. Conservative people love wrestling. I think it's Vince very... McMahon's gonna be a Supreme Court justice. Dark guilty. We were saying, Ooh, what yeah. if, what's going to prevent him from running for president in 2020? Yeah, me and Warren were both saying, we're like, I'd I vote think, for yeah, Vince. I'd vote for Vince before I'd vote for Donald. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing. Is this Has this just opened the door for the yeah, parties to now. just see, do we need the right guy or just the guy? Do we just need Roman the guy? Roman Reigns for it, president. Exactly. Like, are we just going to start? run with Vince? Run with Vince? Yeah, who'd like be his, his 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 vice presidential candidate? His wife, like Vince and Paul E. <laughs> Jesus, God, Heyman could probably be president. If <laughs> that would be pretty fucking it. good, actually. Yeah, but you're right. Like Donald Trump winning the presidency has just opened the door to this thought of like, hey, that guy could be president. Right. Hey, that guy could be president. The man's never like, done just... anything in politics ever. His yeah. entry level political job is president of the United States of America. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, he his fraud trial starts next month. Yeah, just a mess. I think it's gonna it's gonna be okay. You think you think that Why might get brushed under the? Why you just fire the judge? <laughs> Which fraud trial is this one? Exactly for Trump University or uh, Trump Stakes? Yeah. We're gonna give him the codes to the nukes. That's the thing, though. What day? What day do we give him the codes to the nukes? January the tenth. Oh no! I, I think, wonder if this is just all for that one day. I think he's inaugurated on the ninth. And then he's going to bomb something fucking weird. It's going to be like a fucking fast food joint that pissed him off. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Jack in the box. Stone Cold stunned him. He's going to fucking bomb Stone Cold. That's true. Set the nukes to Victoria, Texas. I ask for no pickles. All right. That's a horrible Donald so Trump. So that's what's new with you is Vince. that Donald Trump won the election? I, we watched it. Yeah. It, it happened. It did happen. Um... I was happy you were watching it when I got home because I kind of wanted to see what the fuck was going on with that. Yeah. Oh, as soon as I got home from the gym, I'm like, click, click, click. Let's yeah. check this. Shit. I was I was self evaluating myself as watching it as while I was watching it too because I was trying to figure out whether 
this is a sense or this is me growing up and maturing that I'm interested, or if it's just oh, no. because it's, it's such like a the goddamn tire, train wreck. Watching the tire yeah. fire, absolutely. And I think that's what it was. You're no, you're, it's just you're, that I it it was fucking wrestling, man. It was it was the the it, two heels going at each other with a swerve at the end, but, where all of a sudden now but she's usually, expected to win, and here but, comes out of nowhere. Usually, and, the fans don't give a shit when two heels go. <laughs> Dusty finish almost. The best was the the meme or whatever it was of Bernie Sanders with the money in the bank briefcase. Was he was great. gonna run in. Yes. I'm like, why yeah. didn't I think of that? I hate memes that are so good. They're like, why didn't I think of that? Mm. Now I don't I don't know much American politics. No, only what no, I've learned on ga- uh, House of Cards. Um, well, you were gonna say Game of Thrones, weren't you? I was gonna say Game of Cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but seems popular opinion is Bernie Sanders gets through there to the finals. There, the old, the old. Primary, I don't know. The main event. The main event. Yeah. Center ring. uh, He crushes Trump. Yeah, probably. Who knows? But who knows? He didn't get. He didn't get there. Fucking a dead gorilla got fifteen thousand votes. Yeah. Rick Flair got a few, I'm sure. Apparently, Matt Hardy got a couple thousand votes. Yeah. I don't know if that was real or not. But the dead gorilla. You're talking about Harambe. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that Michael Richard Blaze talks about these days. Is fucking Harambe. He's all about the Harambe. It's the it is the bane of my existence on the internet right now. He called me Boris Harambe at the gym the other day. I didn't know how to take it. The best meme that I think I saw was a picture of of Hillary and Donald, and it said. How did we narrow it down to these two, asks a nation on their sixth month of mourning a dead gorilla. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty, pretty accurate. But that's enough. Hopefully, hopefully, he, uh, hopefully he surprises us all. That's the thing. Like he, When he came out to do his, uh, his speech claiming victory, I thought it his, was an immediate turn his of sorts. speech was very well crafted and very... Just like very particular things that he said. You could tell that he went out there with the thought of saying, "We would, regardless of whether you voted for me or you voted for her or you voted for fucking Harambe, I'm here to serve you and we're going to make this nation great again and we're here to, you know, do everything that we can. The interesting thing now, though, is that he has, like, everything's Republican now. He's got a Republican Senate, he's got a Republican Supreme Court, whereas yeah. Obama didn't have that. So I think that makes it easier for him to get shit done. Again, I don't know shit about like politics too much. I just know what I watched on like friggin' NBC for twelve hours. Yeah, see, I was watching. We were watching the uh, the CBC broadcast. So I figured, well, we might as well watch a Canadian's take on this, so then I know how it affects us. From Canadians, fucking Peter Mansbridge. I want just the tire it fire. One thirty in the morning Eastern time, and he's just standing up there, been standing all night. He's a robot. And I tweeted, get the man a chair, and then they I got saw, him a chair. I saw, oh, they yeah. They got him a chair You got a lot of pull in this business, hey? Yeah. All right. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I did have a very uneventful week. I don't have a, my usual crazy story. Or You didn't get drunk and fall down or Always snort cocaine no. or anything? No. What What did I do last weekend? I didn't do anything. I just stayed home, like, the whole time. It was great. Played Call of Duty. Something to be said for just staying home the whole right. time. Right. That's the staycation. It's the way to go. It's the way to go. Uh, so, if anybody else want to say anything before we do the news here? Final thoughts on the election? No. no. All right. <laughs> okay. Moving on. And now. <laughs> Sports. 
Spanish announced table news. Oh, had to stifle a burp there. Brandon Lynch. Yes, sir. Tell me about the news. Uh, we're going to start with a little ESPN announcement. Oh. It will excite wrestling fans. This is going to be great. Yeah. ESPN announced in a press release on Thursday morning, that is this morning, that in, in an edition of their 30 for 30 documentary series, right. uh, they will be focusing on the XFL. That's going to be premiering uh, February 2nd at uh, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. I love those 30 for 30s. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Were you guys watching wrestling when the XFL happened, or is it before your time? Uh, before my time. Well, I don't know. When it did was... the XFL happen? I never knew anything about the like XFL. 2001? I, I don't know. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Uh, I, I don't think I was watching wrestling at the time, but I remember knowing about the XFL and knowing, even as a child, how ridiculous it was. Yeah, I started watching wrestling in 2001, but I didn't pay attention to the XFL at all. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be titled, uh, This Was the XFL. Versus. Founded in 1999. Inaugural season was 2001. There you go. Uh, Vince McMahon will be heavily present in the documentary, with uh, ESPN's press release touting that it will feature both McMahon and NBC executives. Ebersole. Dick Ebersol, director... What? That's a typo. Directed by Ebersol's son, Charlie. The documentary will focus on McMahon and Ebersol's friendship as they attempted to build the failed football league. I mean, it was an interesting idea at the time. Sure. Like just electing Donald Trump. Barb. And you know what? A lot of good NFL players came from the XFL, too. He hate me. That's um, fucking Wasn't that Tommy Maddox guy? Didn't he win a Super Bowl? Yeah. And he... I'm pretty sure. Um... Oh, I can't. Deuce McC... Remember Deuce McAllister? Not at all. I'm pretty sure he came from the XFL. I don't know and there was another. I know he hate me. Ended up playing for the Eskimos. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. No, I don't think he was <laughs> Seems old like enough to be playing. <laughs> Dan <time>. Marino. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget my dad showing me the on the VCR because he had recorded the first XFL game. He was working in sports radio at the time, and so obviously he needed to see this debacle. And he called me in the living room to show me the first. The first kickoff, and it wasn't a kickoff in the No, XFL. it's like a the scramble of death. Ball or some in the shit. middle. Yeah. And two guys in each end zone and run and first guy to get it gets the football. Yeah. And on the first Sounds dangerous. The yeah, first somebody got one, hurt. That's right. The somebody's shoulder there yeah, and his yeah, leg yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. And he's like, This is how this league starts yeah. with an injury. <laughs> I think I've got some of it on like an old DVD somewhere. I wish they should release it. Vince should just be like, boom, here's the whole season. Because they used to do Check like recaps of it. Because I've got a like a a friend of mine gave me a long time ago a bunch of old Raws on VHS, and I was bored, so I went through them and like pulled like stupid stuff off of it and put it on a DVD. So I got this like clip of just a whole bunch of nonsense, and uh, I think there's some excess because he used to do recaps every each week on right. Raw. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I'll just see if I can dig those up. And Jim Ross called it too, right? Ross and Lawler called some of it, and then there's so another weird. team of somebody else. I forget who it was. Mm. But yeah, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler called football. I mean, Ross makes yeah, sense because he's yeah. a fan, but I don't think Ed Lawler, I think Lawler just, just like weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cheerleaders. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. Also more news? Yes, please. Uh, as part of the WWE's plan to run four Super Weekends a year. Quattro. Super Weekends, in quotes. Uh, they are uh, moving the Royal Rumble up to the new uh, four-hour pay-per-view time. Oh, good. Yeah, so... 
We're getting a SummerSlam-esque Royal Rumble length. Is Survivor Series four hours? Uh, I have not heard of that. I think it is. I think it might be two. Good gravy. That's a lot of wrestling. Two hours? Um, yeah, well, no kidding. They seem to have the big, yeah, they have the, 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 four, the big four shows where they up the length of them, and that's always when the NXT uh, plays the Saturday, plays, runs the Saturday. I mean, for the Rumble, I guess it makes the most sense to have four hours because then you can let the Rumble go and still have time to do other matches if you want to, mm -hmm. but then you also need the depth to do that too. Like you need the bodies to be able to do extra matches outside of the 30 man or 40 man, however they're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they go back, like maybe they do the hour long rumble again or something crazy. They should like, do three rings, 20 guys in each ring. <laughs> and then the three winners do a triple threat match. Ring. Yeah. And then, yeah, you sure, sure. I don't know. Interesting. But you four get pinned in any of the three rings during the. Trip. I mean, I love Royal Rumble, but I worry that four hours is going to ruin it. You understand the joke I just made, right? Is that not three a rings? WCW? Yes. Fucking thing. World War Three. They yeah. used to do uh, okay. three rings, twenty guys in each ring, and it was a abortion. Uh Speaking of the Royal Rumble, Jeez. which is in San Antonio, which is birthplace of Shawn Michaels, uh, the uh, X Pac, Nash, and uh, Scott Hall were mm -hmm. on the Gill Show. The other day. Who's Gil? I don't know. Is that the guy that dated Oscar Martinez? Nice. Could be. Could be. Good reference. Thanks, Max. Uh, I can tell you it's released every Monday. Uh, during the interview, they were asked uh, about Shawn Michaels' involvement with the WWE now. And according to them, you can take it with a grain of salt, he is now the head trainer at the Performance Center ahead of Matt Bloom. I don't believe that. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, been completely relocated. To Florida from Texas. That part I'm more willing to believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, due to uh, Sarah Amato and Adam Pierce moving up to the main roster and working as producers for both Raw and SmackDown Live brands. Hmm. I mean, hmm. You know, that that that's, yeah. So, take what you will with that. That's what they're saying. They're saying Michael's his head trainer there now. Who knows? Whether he's the head trainer or he is a trainer. Uh, right. Obviously an asset. Exactly. Having having Shawn Michaels down there teaching the fresh, unmolded minds mm -hmm. of wrestling future isn't a bad thing. Everyone yeah. gets a super kick. That's, that, Everyone that's uses a super start. kick. Yeah. <laughs> first things first. Yeah. You're going to take sweet chin music, and then you can use it. Yeah. Boris, uh, you might have to help me out with this one. ROH announcer Steve Carino. 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 Yeah, I knew there was one of the two. Uh, is at the WWE Performance Center this week. He it was, was in that uh, mannequin fucking thing. Oh, the mannequin challenge? Yeah. Uh, that's what? also dumb, by the way. Yeah. They're always dumb. The WWE one was pretty cool, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree the whole thing is stupid, but at least in wrestling terms, it makes sense for them to freeze in the middle of a move because it just looks cool. Sure. Um, why, why was he there? Does it uh, say? He was there as a guest like coach. Guest, yeah. So uh, that obviously, I mean... Open door for other stuff. Has there been an open relationship between them and ROH? Like, this is kind of the first sign of it. I don't think it has right? anything to do with ROH per se. It's just. Although his deal with ROH does expire soon. Interesting. We're Worth noting. So he'll be the fourth man on Raw to even it out? Is that. No? He wouldn't fit in, but I love his, his commentary on ROH, though. Okay. Why would they need four men, you might be asking, to even out the such and such? <laughs> well, that is why. SmackDown Live has hired uh, Tom Phillips 
to uh, yeah. not sorry, not hired. He's already been hired by the WWE, but he's been hired by them to be on the SmackDown Live announced team. Not instead of, as has been going around rumor, David Otunga, but alongside Like fucking David three Otunga. guys is too many. Why four? Four guys. Three guys is too many. Four guys is a party. Well, and the weird thing is, and this is kind of, I guess not really getting ahead of it. We can just talk about it now. He did more than Moro did this week. Yeah. Like, he was doing recaps. He was throwing a commercial. Like, Maybe I don't know if they're trying to phase out Moro and keep him on the Cruiserweight 205 thing. Or, yeah, I don't know what they're, it just seems so bizarre and out of the blue for them. Like, obviously, Otunga sucks. We can all agree on yes. that. So, if they didn't like him, why wouldn't they just, you're done, and then you sit there, and we're good. And I always Instead figured they had fourth. Uh, Phillips eyeballed to be more of a play-by-play guy than a color yes, guy. because he's really good. I he's think he's great. NXT, yeah. Yeah. He he is Michael Cole, essentially. He's, he's the a little next more Michael of Cole. the Michael Cole yeah. mold. Um, but good for him. I mean, absolutely. That, it's cool that he's giving, being given that look. And I, but it just seems so weird that four, four, even them sitting at that table. Yeah. He was on like the end awkwardly, like, now we're going to build longer tables. I'm here too, sitting beside JBL and his kilt. Like, Bigger high spots. Weird. Yeah, it was weird. But uh, yeah, good for him. And maybe, yeah, maybe this is part of some big shuffle that's going to be happening with Moro doing 205 Live. Uh, and Moro, they switch, put Moro on NXT and 205 Live. Well, and Cole has said that, like, he is not wanting to do this forever either. Like, eventually he wants to step away and, you know, hand off the torch. He's not going to be doing it until he's 85. So, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he's giving them an end date, too, or something. I am available. There you go. Hashtag hire Boris. That's right. That's all I got, Warren. Okay. Uh, Did you bring anything? I didn't even ask you that before. Did I bring anything? me about Carino. Okay, because I have something here, but I'm interested to see if you, you have it. You want to do yours so, first? No, then, no, you, you, you go. All right, I got a whole bunch of stuff that's all jumbled up like I usually do. Terrific. December the 15th, 2016. It's halfway through December, everyone. At 8 p.m. Eastern, TNA Wrestling presents Total Nonstop Deletion. A whole fucking episode of Impact right, right. recorded at the Hardy Compound I might watch this just because I hate myself and mm. I want to, you know, hurt myself. There you go. Give them those ratings, Boris. Give them those ratings so they can keep making deletions. <laughs> uh, apparently, NXT General Manager William Regal is going to be at the Evolve 73 show in Jopa, Maryland this Sunday. Uh, part of the trial for wrestlers, referees, and managers in the afternoon. Going to sign some autographs and all this kind of stuff. And uh, people are buzzing. He has an assignment at Evolve 73, and people are buzzing. Mm. Uh, Rumors of (laughs) Shaira and Kairi Hojo from the Stardom Women's Company in Japan coming over to WWE. There's rumors they're coming. There's rumors they're not. One of them has heat with Asuka, apparently. Who knows? But I'm all in favor of more talented women from Japan coming over to North America. So far, so good with Asuka being the best female wrestler that they have in the company. Yes. Uh, a lot of ROH talents that are under one-year contracts are going to be expiring very close to or on the end of the year, including the Young Bucks, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Jay Lethal, Ray Rowe, Hanson, Kenny King, Steve, Carino, and BJ Whitmer. Chuck Buck. We'll see what happens all that because ROH is your doorway to New Japan and you make some good money in New Japan. So we'll see what happens with that. 
Uh, we talked about ESPN 30 for 30. We talked about the Royal Rumble. Uh, Akira Tozawa has arrived in Orlando, ready to start at the Performance Center and on Raw. Yeah, yeah. He was Mark. also in that that video. What video? The uh, Freeze video. Oh, the mannequin, mannequin thing? Yeah, he, I popped, vocally popped when they pan pat. I'm like, oh, there he is. I, was, I can't was wait like for this guy. four minutes long. I got through like a minute and a half, and I'm like, yeah. I, I'm a big, big Tozawa fan. Oh, Tozawa yeah, is awesome. Cannot wait for him to. Uh, James Ellsworth is expected to sign a full-time deal if he has not already done so. Nope. Oh. Uh, Davari will be one of the guys who signed to appear on 205 Live. Makes Apparently, sense. they are considering cutting down the number of pay-per-views next year. Halla friggin' Luya. Apparently, this year, they will be running 20... Or what am I saying here? This year being the year that has passed, pretty much? No, the yes. Okay. In 2016, I think they ran 15 pay-per-views this year. Too friggin' many. That makes seems, sense. That seems light. Plus like, Roadblock. I feel like there's more. <laughs> well, yeah. plus Roadblock and the five network exclusive specials. So is Roadblock not uh, technically a pay-per-view? I, they kind of threw it together. I guess you count that as a network special. Oh, the though, first Roadblock. Yeah. Because yeah. there's also a Roadblock before the end of the year, isn't there? No, Roadblock's February. I think yeah. Roadblock's the one in between Yeah, they changed Rumble Fast Lane Mania. to the end of the year. I think there's a Roadblock coming up. It's in February. The the, I really? Think yeah. I think it's February. I could. Be I thought it was the opposite of the TLC, like the other TLC brands. Is TLC is also in December. That's what I mean. I think oh, Roadblock oh, I is in saying. December. <laughs> no, it's they moved Fastlane and then put Roadblock between okay. Mania and uh, whatever they're doing in. Uh, no, I guess it would be the Rumble. I think. I can look it up. I'll look it up sure. just to make sure. Uh, rumors of Paul Heyman and JBL getting a show on the network similar to ESPN's Pardon the Interruption. Do we like this? Do we not like this? I don't know that show. I like uh, yeah, Pardon, Pardon the Interruption. Pardon the Interruption is a great show, and it is a show that is made by the people on it. So, But they also talk about real sports. So how yeah. does talking about how do they wrestling... Talk? Yeah, that's exactly going to be it. Is they, How do they talk about the wrestling? If they talk about it in a kayfabe sense, who cares? We have already enough talk shows yeah. about that shit. Also talk of a show that brings back ECW originals, including Taz, Tommy Dreamer, and the Dudleys. What the fuck they're going to do with that? I don't know. Uh, lastly, but not leastly, Evolve will be heading to San Antonio, Texas on Royal Rumble weekend with events on Friday, January 27th and the evening, or in the evening, and Saturday, January 20th in the afternoon, I assume, because they don't want to run opposed to NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the venue is a few miles away from the Alamo Dome. Tickets are on sale now at dgusa.tv. You go down there, watch a lot of wrestling that weekend if you want. Mm. Uh, December 4th is TLC. Yep. That's SmackDown, uh, right? That is SmackDown. And then that's the AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose. It already announced that. Mm-hmm. And then December 18th is Roadblock. Yeah, that's what I thought. Brackets, end of the line. Okay. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where rumor has it. Oh, don't even start. Pittsburgh has the the arena itself has already released a graphic saying Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. I heard oh, about yeah, that. I thought you were gonna say uh Kurt Angle. Because Kurt Angle's from Pittsburgh. I'm like Shh. Also Kurt Angle's gonna show up. Have <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Here's Kurt Angle. Uh and then moving forward, January is Royal Rumble, obviously, as we know, on the 29th. Wrestling. They have nothing in February right now. March fifth. Good. Fast lane. How fucking great would it be if there was no March pay-per-views 5th, between the Rumble and, and Mania? Nothing, WrestleMania, April, and then nothing April? until WrestleMania on April 2nd. April 2. But they could also uh, add I more, heard so. a rumor, I think we talked about this last week or the week before, that uh, the Elimination Chamber was going to come back in February. 
Oh, right. Yeah, they were thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I have no problem with them doing one a month, and it just rotates brands like That's they used they to do. That's what they did on the first brand split, and I thought And that it allowed you time to build things up. I think and if there was an injury, then you could still recover. You know what I mean? Like I remember it, the, when, the, when this was first coming out, there was an article that eight weeks was too much time for a brand between shows. No, and if you have shitty writers and don't know how to book storylines. <laughs> they lines, have shitty yeah. writers and don't know yeah. how to book storylines. Get so. better writers. Write better stories. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fucking around. We'll see, I guess. Unless you just did it like. And you could also build up a TV show, like the 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 way they hyped up the Alexa Bliss, uh, Becky Lynch match. Not saying it's WrestleMania, but they made that match on a TV show seem important. True. Granted, they had to because of the injury, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The only other news that I had was, uh, and maybe Boris will know more about this than I do. Boris doesn't know anything. Wrestling Inc. Dot com reports that Daryl Sharma, a.k.a. Hornet, has reportedly signed a developmental deal with the WWE. Never heard of him. He's also a coach at Santino Morella's Battle Arts Academy in Canada and the Great Khali's CWE Academy in India. Never heard of him. He's also a 14-year veteran in the business. Never heard of him. I love picturing the Great Khali with a wrestling academy. You didn't know that he had it? I, I love just picturing him is, being like, yeah, him just fucking being like, arm drag. Yeah, let's no, learn the arm drags are first. And now then. you chop him. Yeah. <laughs> now you squish his head, and yeah. then that's you've done that's the Kali cool. match. Put no, fists no. in air and go, <laughs> <laughs> You're not tall enough. <laughs> also, uh, Stephanie McMahon. Look at I don't remember nipples. we talked about this last week or not, but there's been some talk about Ronda Rousey. Yeah, we did. She talked about, um, anyways, they, they now on the WWE.com. Have uh, where did I read? Kathy Kelly examining Ronda Rousey's recent comments of her upcoming UFC title fight. Uh, so they're doing like coverage on her already, Good which Lord. is interesting. It's on their YouTube. Um, yeah, there's buzz around that. She, hey, that's fine by me. Get those bridges built. There's not, willing people on both ends. Not sure that her wrestling Stephanie might be the best way to make a debut, but it also might be. Because Ronda Rousey doesn't know how to wrestle. Right, but then wouldn't you want to put her in there with a good wrestler to cover that up? I I don't think... like I Are you insinuating that Stephanie McMahon is not a good wrestler? I'm insinuating that she is a subpar wrestler. I think you just want Stephanie McMahon to go in there and just bump for her. Yeah. Make her look... Just good. do some like hip tosses and yeah. a couple submissions. If, she, if and... you had her come in and go against like a good WWE wrestler, I might not buy it. I guess. Yeah. I feel like that rivalry's there. It's perfect. Like It's true. At yes. some point, yeah, yeah. at some point. So you wouldn't buy Ronda Rousey in the ring with a good WWE wrestler? N- no, like I wouldn't I would think that the good WWE wrestler would look kind of stupid trying to work a match with someone who didn't know how to wrestle at all. Mm. Like I don't I think this is going to be like Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Like I think you want them to go in there and tell a cool story. I don't think you're going to see a lot of like Catches catch can stuff, so I'd rather her just do that with Stephanie. Yeah, that makes sense. Do it with someone else. And they planted the seed too, obviously. So, and that's a money like that. That's a money fight for them, right? They're not looking for a no, no. They just want they're like that's their their mainstream exposure. Yeah, Ronda Rousey is wrestling in the WWE now. Yeah. Okay, that was all I have for news. Uh, Anything else before we go on to the Monday Night Raw? All right. Drugs from my generation, I'll take the fall. The state, and 
The SSE Hydro in Glasgow, Scotland. Scotland! You guys ever been to Scotland before? Uh, no. I've always wanted to go. I feel like me and the Scots would get along great. You have one Scot in your life and you don't get along with them. That's a very good point, I guess. Uh, yeah, so maybe I shouldn't go there then. You got a little Scottish in you? His name's got no. Would no, you no, like no, some? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Scottish. You're uh, Ukrainian. Yeah, are you not? That's yes. right. And and a little bit of French, English. Oh, English. Okay. Yeah. You speak French. Mm-hmm. That, that that is uh that is of the Canadian French. Yes. Okay. That's just a product of my French immersion. Yeah. I have really? My uh, diploma in both French Can you, and like, English. Do the first part of the raw recap in French. I could, but because be there's this weird there's this weird thing because like. People who speak French mm-hmm. don't like my wife speaks French, but she won't speak in front of me ever, and maybe I don't know why. Maybe Piss, she doesn't speak French. Me off. That's probably because she. Doesn't. No, no, she, <laughs> she. Yeah. Next time I come over, I'm gonna speak French to her then. All right. About you the whole time. Do it. We'll laugh, have have fun. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Okay, bust out some French. Let's see. I well, I gotta translate. See, it from he doesn't want to do it either. Okay, just say something. Talk it's, about your feelings uh, of Chuck Buck in French. <laughs> J'aime Chuck Buck. See, you're being a fucking <laughs> dick, just like every other French person. I'm kidding. French people are one. No, they're notorious right, assholes. Bust it out. Let's just do the raw recap. Uh, the Forget show French. opened with Stephanie McMahon in the ring, along with uh, uh, the- Jim Appel, Stephanie. That's right. Four <laughs> announced members of the Raw Men's Survivor Series team, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman, and Chris Jericho. She then announced the final member of Team Raw, Seth Rollins, as we assumed would happen last week. Uh, she then announced the main event of tonight's Raw, a fatal five-way match between all five members of the team. Good. Not building team morale. Just you guys want to fight each other? Go for it. Yeah, it's the old uh, get-it-out-of-your-system teaching mechanic. I guess. Yeah, It's like I when uh, teammates fight uh, 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 during practice. Mm-hmm. You're like, let them go. Just let them go. You also had uh, in this promo Jericho say that uh, he and Kevin are the universal tag team or the universal champion uh, again, which is good. Keep that. Just keep poking it yep. here and there. I'm not sure if it was here or if it was in the backstage segment either where Kevin said Team Kevin and yeah. Chris, and then Chris said Team Chris and Kevin. Mm-hmm. Just little things. I think that They're was fucking, in the same promo. They are they are nailing this right now. Um, when that happens, I hope it's as hot as I think it's going to be. Since we talked about it a little bit already, that Pittsburgh show also announced uh, Chris Jericho versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, which I guess also makes sense mm-hmm. based on the Hell in a Cell finish. Yep. Um, yeah, it's going back to Raw. It's interesting booking to, I don't know. I just thought when she announced, okay, all five of you are going to fight. I was like, that seems backwards. It's like something you do on the go home. But with the brand split, then obviously they were going to do something different on SmackDown, even though they really didn't. Like, I assumed once this happened, I was like, okay, so SmackDown's going to be the, let's come together. Like, Daniel Bryan being that one kid yeah. on every sports team. He's like, we got to try hard, guys. Give it all we got. 110. Mickey my Mouse Daniel. is their captain. <laughs> my Daniel Bryan. You sound uh, like John Cena on Cap WWE. <laughs> oh, oh, I watched my first, like, 10 minutes of that. How was it? Did you kill uh, yourself when it was Yeah, there? boy, that's, that's not very good. Now, granted, I've only watched 10 minutes. Mm. It wasn't even a whole episode. It was, like, uh, like a bit. Is it episode put, one? 
Uh, I don't know. It was about Ric Flair asking Vince if he could take his daughter out on a date. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. No, it was Dolph Ziggler asking Vince McMahon if he could take Stephanie McMahon out mm. on a date. Interesting. It was really, really bad. Like, mm. like you like where you're like they're doing their jokes and you're like it's kind of awkward. Yeah. Like oh, like you're cringing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I only watched the first episode and there were moments where I laughed out loud, but yeah. overall, this was all yeah. It was uh, isolated. Great. It's like they took a little chunk of an episode and put it in between like I watched it at the end of our NXT recording. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh then we have oh we didn't talk about the fight. Sin Cara and Chris Jericho got in a fight over the weekend. Yeah, Chris Jericho bit him <laughs> on a bus. Supposedly Sin Cara's going for anger management. Is that true? That's what Meltzer said that that's no, true. He's been known to never be wrong. Apparently and there's a bunch of different stories on this. Um apparently it was Sin Cara was making annoying noises on the bus. Everyone was telling him to shut up. He wouldn't. So then Jericho went up to him and said, dude, fuck off. And then Sin Cara went from zero You're to 100. You're talking to me? And took a swing at him. Are you talking to me? And then they scruffed, or scuffled a bit, and they got pulled apart. And somehow Sin Cara's finger ended up in his mouth, and Jericho bit him. Absolutely. Which is it's just great. When we yeah. heard, because I first read there was a bite involved, but I didn't know who it was. Both, I think in the group chat, you said, and I agreed yeah. with you. I was like, I really hope that Jericho bit him because <laughs> that just makes so much sense. Yeah. Uh, so we're all wondering, oh, geez, so this is what, the second or third time that this has happened? That's at least the third for uh, Sin Cara. What Sin Cara? was the third one? Because it was him and the, what's his name from the Vaude Villains? What was the other one? Seamus. Seamus, yeah. Oh, and yeah. he dropped Seamus, right. supposedly. Yeah. Seamus yeah. was the first one, yeah? Yeah, I think so. And then it was Vaude Villains. You're talking to me, I say? So we're talking about strike three. We figured, oh, boy, that might be it for old Sin Cara. No, no, he wrestles on Raw for the first time in a couple of weeks. I heard he's going to UFC. Maybe, maybe to fight Alberto Del Rio. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so he is teaming up with Rich Swan to take on the team of Noam Dar and the Brian Kendrick. This is Noam Dar's uh, Raw debut. Yeah, in a, I don't know if it's country of origin, because he is from, what was it? I, I can never remember if it was, did Iran via Scotland or Scotland via Iran? I don't, do you know, Boris? He is from, I can't remember. He He's from one and then wrestled in the other for a very long he's time. He's from Iran, but he wrestled in Scotland? Scotland when he was very young. That makes I, sense. From what I uh, understand. That is what I would have guessed. He, he got quite the pop. He was born in Israel. Oh, That's Israel. What it was. Sorry, not Iran. Uh, and resides in Scotland right now. I'm not Apologies. sure when that all went down but uh debuted that doesn't tell me anything about it. blah 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 he's young jesus 23 yeah he was the youngest guy in the tournament that was like their was that him i for him, could yeah. never remember who that was that yeah. they were talking about he's a 93 he's the same age as scotty look what he's done with his life <laughs> i'm just waiting for more story fuck, fuck. hey <laughs> i'm not getting older i'm getting better uh he got a massive uh reaction yes. yeah. pop smart, when he came out. smart decision to bring him out obviously here. uh yeah when they hadn't Disclosed who his partner was going to be. We were kind of throwing around ideas. Uh, Dar was obviously the first one, but there was who else did we come up with that we thought it might have been? Oh, Gallag- Gallagher. Oh, right. We thought maybe just because they were over in that neck of the woods. Um, I thought it was weird putting him on the heel team, but then obviously it all yeah, played we, out. it all played out the way Warren, it should have. During the match, yeah. we're actively kind of like Why? I was kind of shitting on the Why? thing, like being like, ah, this seems like kind of questionable booking, but then they pulled it all together at the end. But I like uh, feel good moments like that though. Like that's yeah. and I'm a sucker for stuff like that. But that's something that that kid will remember for the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, totally. Like moments for sure. where you Draw know, debut at home, huge yeah. pop, like, and it's great yes. for him, not just for the character, but like that dude is like yeah, chills. Mm-hmm. 
so the match itself ends with Swan pinning Kendrick to get the win for his team. Uh, and then afterwards, he had Kendrick get on the stick and blame Dar for losing and called him an idiot a whole bunch. And they did a few spots, and it ends up with Dar standing tall to yeah. his home crowd, which is like a cool. running in Seguri, yeah. which may or may not be his finisher. This was a really weird crowd. They were very, very dry. Mm-hmm. And then, like, super, super loud on certain things. But during the mat, like, matches, like, just dead. It was like a, a, a Japanese crowd watching All Japan. Yeah. And I don't know it if was that's very weird. I don't know if that's the way they do things. And yeah. like, I don't know anything about Scotland. But even like, but when, like, the UK crowds are crazy. And even in this, the cruiserweight match, when they would do a crazy high spot, it was like this, like, yeah. golf clap. Oh, man. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, very, good. Yeah, just, very good. I don't know. I don't know if that's just how they watch wrestling over there. If that's just a. A thing, but they were they were excited when they needed to be as well. And fuck, is every time there's a good crowd, it always reminds me about how good or how much better a crowd can make a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they can also and make how much it worse shitty too. Yeah. Like that friggin' tag match with New Day and them. True, like, it's like there was nobody in the yes. building. Yes, granted, they had to sit through that fucking horrible segment, but we'll get to that. Uh, Raw's Tag Team Survivor Series <laughs> team was announced. It will be New Day, Gallows Anderson, Enzo Mori, and Big Cass. And we got Golden Truth and Cesaro and Sheamus. They're all in the ring. Yep. Sheamus was in his fucking element cutting this promo. Yeah, this was great. He's dropping sports references. That nobody understands. Like, I was just like, I don't know what that is, but the crowd really hated But he had this smile. A heel cocky smile on his face. Yeah. But also you could tell that he was... To his core, enjoying yeah. being out there and being He's like, like, I totally know. <laughs> I totally know what's gonna piss you all off. Yeah, he was uh, he was really really good here. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed him having as much fun as he seemed to be having. Um, it was a, it was an okay little segment. No, he had, he had New terrible. Day come out. They were dressed well, in. Uh, now I want to ask you kilts. about this. I want to ask you, is that patronizing? Because to, to me, that's like if they're he if the show is here. And they come out in hockey jerseys drinking maple syrup out of the bottle? Oh, I'd fucking love it. I that. would, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Hmm. I love Maybe to I, see uh, their, like, I love to get that window us. into yeah, us yeah, from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I, again, maybe I'm looking too deep or whatever. But to me, there was that's a couple moments where the, a little bit. where the crowd was like, okay, that's too much. Like, cool. You're wearing kilts and you're doing, it was Braveheart, right? Yeah. But the segment was blah. Match was blah. The whole it, thing was blah. And as we said with most of these segments in the past, it was a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. That might have helped it if they cut it a little bit shorter. I thought um, the crowd loved the Braveheart stuff specifically. Yes, they did. Like they when he when they caught that he was starting on the speech, ah. and then when it got to the point where it was like they'll never take our freedom, <laughs> they were just giving her. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, so I don't know. neither have I. I've neither seen I. that and Highlander, and I always get mixed up with them only in their titles. Like, I know what happens in both of them separately, but, but if you told me named. which one did this happen in, I'd be like, what's the name? It's, it's uh, Bravelander. Face, face paints the Braveheart. Bravelander. Yeah. Uh, Biggie looked like he was having some fun, too. Yes. I just like his squeaky voice when he gets all excited and has that smile on his face. Up that he had his gear on under his kilt. That his was kilt good, too. Up, you could yeah. see the gear. I was like, is he wearing, like, yeah. bright-colored he panties? He's stepping on it, too, yeah. and, like, kind of tripping over himself. And I like Kofi Terrifying. did all, like, his usual high-spot springy shit with that big kilt on yeah. him. Like, mm. good for you for not dying. Uh, so everyone joined the team after they did their big speech, and then it was uh, Gallows and Anderson that were like, We'll be on the team, but we're in this for ourselves. We're not going to listen to you. And it sparked the the match between uh, New Day and Gallows and Anderson, in which Gallows and Anderson pick up the win uh, with their magic killer. 
There you go. So the New Day is your team captain, so to speak. Right. Uh, and then you got a bunch of face teams. Lost. And then you got Sheamus and Cesaro, who seem to be kind of on the same page as much as they're going to be. Yes. With both of them being like, hey, you don't speak for me. I speak for myself. But both agreeing that they want to go with the New Day. And then Gallows and Anderson seem to be the, like, no, we're fucking heels. Mm. And we're, we're, we're coming, but we're, we hate y'all. We're going to be there because we know that we have to be the yeah. best tag team. And we're going to stab you all in the everyone. back. Yeah, they straight up said that. Yeah. We're going to stab each and every one of you in the back. Yeah. Which is an interesting dynamic. I like yeah. that going into it. For the one team to just be like, fuck everyone. We're going to do this yeah. ourselves. It's unrealistic to expect the team to just everyone be like, just yeah, we're all good. Let's go. Team Raw. Yeah. That's the other thing about building up to this stuff is that in this situation, when they're overseas and they work the same arena for both Raw and SmackDown, when when you tell it, like, the crowd has to cheer, yeah, when they say, we're going to kill Team SmackDown, they have to be like, yeah, Team Raw. Yep. And then the next night be like, yeah, fuck that Team Raw. You guys are way better. I don't know. It's weird for them to expect the crowd to give a fuck because they have not given us a reason to give a fuck about this. There's nothing on the line. Nothing on the line, yeah. There's nothing, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just the seems... winner gets home field advantage in the World Series. <laughs> no, the whole thing's stupid. It's like we had a brand split for what? Couple of months and now and we're back to this shit so again. Fresh like, the whole thing is need to give us a reason to. And care you about knew this. you knew Survivor Series was going to be the big, the first big interaction. Yeah, that's the first between the show crossover. They shouldn't have had an interaction for three years. Nothing. Yeah. See, Nothing. I'm actually okay with them having interactions more often. I don't want them to have a bunch of trades too early. Like I don't want them to just so quickly be like, Jumping, "Hey, now let's mix them all." Crossing, up. Yeah. I don't mind them button heads whenever the big four pay per views come along, but. Um, okay. And where do we go? Shining Stars and Golden Truth are in a match because earlier in a backstage segment, mm-hmm. R-Truth revealed that he had traded uh, his team's spot on the Survivor Series team for a timeshare from the uh, Shining Stars. And Goldust arranged this match to get their spot back in which the Shining Stars got the roll-up with a handful of Goldust tights. The time but that I- you took explaining that was more time than it deserves. As of now, the Shining Stars are on the team and Golden Ooh, Truth cares. is not. That's the thing that we were kind of noticing is that on Raw, it is a it is a steep drop-off after the four teams. That are, And, hey, if you take Sheamus and Zara out of there, like if they weren't a tag team right now, yeah. then steeper. both of these teams are on this team. And yeah. it's, it's like yeah. Raw has that fucking real low bottom end for tag teams and that real high top end, yeah. whereas SmackDown – Feels like no one seems that important, but no one seems to have gotten left behind to the same degree. Maybe the Ascension, but... Right. Yeah. Yes. They're all kind of in it, though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we get the full Raw Women's Survivor Series team announced. Mm-hmm. It is Charlotte Flair. Yep. Nope. Uh, Bailey. Makes sense. Nia Jax. Sure. Alicia Fox mm-hmm. as the veteran. <laughs> and uh, Sasha Banks there you as go. your fifth member. That's a good team. Like when um, Alicia Fox is your probably your your least involved member. Yeah, that's all right. They cut some promos as each one came out. They had Cole was in the ring to announce this and did an interview. I thought Alicia Fox looked really dumb because she didn't really say anything, yeah. uh, which is unfortunate because a big fan. She's been around for a long time. She's a good worker. They haven't really given her anything, and it sucks that now that they do that she looked dumb, but she did. If she if they would have replaced her for with Dana Brooke, it would have been like a Real strong five people that was like involved in feuds and shit. Yeah, 
Whereas Dana Brooke Alicia just feels not forced. being in for Fox is like the one thing where it's like, oh, and then Fox is filler. <laughs> well, we still got another week of TV. That's true. Anything can happen. I kind of hope that does happen then. Do you ever goof on something for so long that you start to like it? Yes. Because that's what's happening with me and Nia Jax. Like, I popped huge for at the house show. She came out. I'm like, yes. She's not like most girls. <laughs> and now, and yeah, you're now, like, I'm fan? becoming a Nia Jax fan. Good. Join the team. People were kind of down on Charlotte for how she handled the, like the the Bailey chances. So I thought she handled it fine. Like, you know, yeah, the crowd was everything was, uh, was you know there's no problems with this. Was super this was ba- the... way better than that tag team nonsense. Hey hey, ba- what song is that? I don't even know. Um, it's a real song. Yeah, I want. No, I think it's Hey Baby. I want to know. Yeah, it is. Hey Be baby. my girl. But anyways, this crowd was super, and I don't know if maybe that's just like if it's a European song or. I, I don't know. I should look up who. No, because that it. gets chanted at her everywhere. True, but not like this because this just kept going and going to the point where you could see Bailey was even, I think, starting to get a little frustrated because she's like, "This is I don't cool, know guys. What to do. I'm trying to say Thank I'm you. excited to be here, but we really got to do some work right now." So uh, you guys they did not stop until up. Sasha Banks went out there and sang the end of it with them, uh, and then the crowd's like, "Yeah, there we go. Good. Yep. Good. That's We're all done. We, needed. We're we just done. needed one of you to." One of you to sing it. Acknowledge uh, us. I really liked when <laughs> Charlotte uh, said, I will never forget this. Yeah, that, she almost broke character. Yeah, like, like she had she a smile that she had to like that. wipe off almost. Yeah. But uh, I, I yeah, I didn't I didn't see anybody giving Charlotte any backlash. But yeah, I agree. I, I don't think totally that there fine. was anything wrong with what she did at all. Mm. She's trying to be a heel and trying to all, A get them to stop so that they can continue on. And B, get heat at the same time. Yeah. So I saw nothing. I mean, she failed at it because they just kept going. But there's nothing, there's nothing that nothing... she could have said. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What What could she have done to prevent it? And I thought Sasha was did a really good job too. Like yeah. you say, if you her come out it. and singing it and be like, okay, yeah. this ends now, please, for the love of God. Uh, it is a single by Bruce Chanel or maybe Channel. <laughs> I thought you were French. Should you know the difference between Chanel and Channel? Uh, he is an American singer and songwriter. What year did this come out in? 1962. Oh. That's even before my time. I believe, at the time. Oh, I was 31? Yes. Uh, it was a ba- major hit. Millions of records sold, apparently. So Back when you could sell records. That's right. Number one on the U.S. Billboard. Number two on the U.S. Billboard Hot R&B. Okay, we've already spent too much time talking uh, about this. Good for him. The hottest R&B. That's right. Uh, when I think hot R&B, I think of Bruce Chanel. <laughs> Bruce Chanel. <laughs> him and Chuck Buck. <laughs> uh, we get a match out of this. Bailey, Sasha, and Alicia Fox taking on Charlotte, Naya, and Dana Brooke, who uh, I guess we should explain. Charlotte brought out Dana and said that she was the fifth member which was a swerve for Michael Cole to be like, no, 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 it's Sasha. Um, that is incorrect. Right. Bailey hit Charlotte with a Bailey to belly and got the pin for her team. I'm not sure if they called that on the fly, if this is how it was supposed to go. Either way, booked very well considering the crowd reaction that she got because no. they went bananas when she hit that move. So uh, well done on whoever's part it was, whether the pin it was on well the before champ. or whether they you know, sent word and said, we need Bailey to get the win here. Well done. Uh, Sami Zayn defeated Rusev. This was for the right to answer Dolph Ziggler's Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge at Survivor Series. Uh, Sami got the win with a Huluva kick while Rusev was 
like on the top rope. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Jumper. Yeah, it was. Didn't know he'd get his leg up that high. It's a ways up there to do it, but he did it. Um, we were saying as soon as they announced Seth Rollins as the fifth member of the Raw team at the beginning of the show, uh, that it, this that Sammy was the right choice. It should be him for the Intercontinental Championship match. Yeah. Um, I worry about the reaction a little bit just because Ziggler is a face, and you have Sami Zayn in Canada. That if Ziggler wins, how do they react to that? Uh, I think it's going to be a fucking tremendous yeah. match. I think it'll be a hot crowd no matter what. Yes. And I think Ziggler will just not be not turn into a heel for the time being, but I think he will have no problem being the guy that the crowd is cheering against in that match. Mm-hmm. You know what I can't figure out? What's that? Why Lana cannot say the word true with her accent. She can't roll the R She on rolls it, the yeah. R on everything, True, but she can't say true. And I don't know why she but does it slip in and out more than fuck out of me. more than anyone. I guess nobody else really works with a fake accent, but uh, she's not very good at maintaining that. It's just the true. And every time she says a true hero, da, 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 yeah. true, 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 true. Interesting. I was reading something not really that interesting. Uh, a dirt sheet, <laughs> fascinating, where they were uh, discussing supposedly WWE's considering a face turn for Rusev. Good God, what does that look like? And that's what I wondered too. It's like, how do you, does he just be like, I love this country. I'm now. He seems like he would quickly America. become a comedy figure if he turned face. I worry about that too, yeah. yeah. That it just seems like you have this good thing going with him. Well, they turned Nikita Koloff baby face and it worked all right. True. I, I don't know. True. True. True, American um, hero. And I, I like Rusev, so I would be more than happy to cheer him. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, like you say, how long does that go? Do hopefully it does work. Hopefully they do it right. Then what? about, what about Lana? Does she just come drop the like, accent and be like, "He's going to come out dressed like Apollo Creed"? And... Yeah, sure. That'd be great. The, the baggy America. American flag tr- pants and his new manager, Kurt Angle. New York City, <laughs> Atlanta, GA, uh, Memphis. Main event is the fatal five-way match between Owens, Jericho, Reigns, Collins, Braun Strowman. Uh, Kevin Owens defeated Chris Jericho uh, when he got Superman punched by Reigns and landed on top of Jericho for the pin. I thought Braun did well all night with just a little bit of you know yeah. promo that he had to do. Like, didn't need to reinvent the wheel. Just handle Come on, what team yeah. Braun. Yeah, just handle his business. And, yeah, they're and doing I like a... how they do little things. Like when they were in the back doing that promo, and it was Jericho on one side and Owens on the other side. When he stood up. He just takes one step forward, so he even looks that much bigger, bigger than those yeah. guys just because he's one step forward. Yeah. Just little things like that. But, yeah, I thought, like, the little bit that they gave him to do to kind of help tell that story I thought was really good. Yeah, they haven't given him too much ever, really, since he's been here. Uh, and he has not made a idiot of himself in the little they've given him. So, And, like, Brandon pointed out something that I hadn't even, hadn't even considered oh, after yeah. last week is that there's the element of he's now facing Bray Wyatt in a match for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. So you can play off of that. You can play off uh, what were the the one they called atten- a lot of attention to is the Usos and uh, New Day. Yes, because they had their big feud outgoing when mm-hmm. the when the brands would yeah. happen. Um, I thought Braun I think was really the good more interesting it. thing going into this is that all three members of the Shield yep, are that one too. That too, yeah. So. Maybe they just team up and destroy Plus, everyone the else. Club will <laughs> be, the up. club will be under the same roof. Right. Odd Survivor Series 2. So there's a lot of really fun stuff that they won't do. That's the cool <laughs> thing about the joint shows is 
You never know. You never know what's going to happen. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're Scotty, every show is a joint show. I also <laughs> really enjoy. <laughs> That's a marijuana joke. Though. I got it. <laughs> I also really enjoyed when they did the whole brawn in his own locker room that they went in there and it's just, just a, a folding chair. chair and he's just sitting in the middle of the room. Yeah. Nothing else in there. A couple of like equipment, some minor thing, and he's just sitting there just, just biding his time. That made me laugh. I like Braun Strowman. Yep, me too. And I'm not ashamed to say it. If you'd asked me that Brown six months ago, Strowman? probably would have told you to go fuck yourself. But. Oh, that would have been mania. Uh, studs and duds of Monday Night Raw. Ooh. Braun Strowman is a stud. And a dud is... That fucking tag team nonsense. Didn't like it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'll go uh, for my stud. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Okay. Because he got into the big match that I was really hoping he would get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my dud, I will go with... He's singing. He's singing his <laughs> Is that what that is? Singing for time. <laughs> um... Hey, Joseph maybe that, Stalin, oh, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that opening segment. Yep. I didn't hate a lot of stuff, but... That's fair. Uh, I will give my stud to Seamus. I loved his promo. Looked mm-hmm. like he was having fun, and I enjoyed it. I will give my dud to Alicia Fox, because that was her moment to shine, and she blew it. Just stood there. That was her way to sell people that she belongs on there, and she just said some generic shit, and then... She told no people. Rushed to the side, which is unfortunate. But Okay, that's Raw. Uh, Boris is going to do a SmackDown for us this week. So brace yourselves. Old man Boris is going to take us on a ride. rolled his eyes at me when I called him old man. Boy. Respect your elders, you <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, where's these results from? Uh, up rocks, from as usual. Up rocks again? Yep. All yep. right. That's my go-to. The SSE Hydro in Glasgow, Scotland. That's right. We're Scotland! Haggis. <laughs> you ever I've had never, haggis? I've never had haggis, but I'd eat anything in a pig's stomach. Why not? Or sheep or goat. I was talking to Yukon, uh, who is a, a Scot. And he said that uh, about haggis, and he said that it's actually really good. If you can just get your mind around, like away from the fact that it's uh, sheep stomach, that it's actually pretty tasty. Blech. I'd probably try it. Blech. If somebody dropped it down in front of me and said this is haggis, I'd try it. Yep. What if someone dropped it down in front of you and said this is meatloaf, and then you ate it, and they said that was haggis? That might be the better way to do it. Yeah. Then I don't. <laughs> then I don't have my yeah. mind wrapped around. And I don't have to think about it. Okay. Hmm. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Shane McMahon. Starting at six foot six. <laughs> From Duke University. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Space Jam. I never saw it. Uh, Bugs Bunny, a well-respected alumnus of Duke University. Duke? <laughs> laugh all laugh at the duck. That's what all right, Daffy says. Get to smack all right, there. let's do it. Smack <laughs> All right, Sh- including the ears. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to watch Space Jam to get that joke? Yep. Uh, you uh, should watch it anyway. He's five foot four, five foot six, including the ears. Because he's bugs ears bunny. are only two inches long. That's probably the numbers might be. In I it. might be wrong, but it's the joke that counts. The thought you just read it. Shane McMahon opened the show with the men's SmackDown Survivor Series team of AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, 
Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, and Baron Corbin. James Ellsworth, not James Ellis, also came to the ring and was told he would be the official team mascot for SmackDown at the pay-per-view. If you're going to sign him full-time, might as well do something with him. Exactly. Shane announced there would be a six-man tag match later, Wyatt Orton and Luke Harper against Ambrose, Corbin, and Ellsworth. It was an all right opening segment. Eh, whatever. I, um, they did the, the parallels between Braun and Baron Corbin were pretty similar in that he's like, no, no, I'm team Baron. Yep. I don't give a fuck about anyone. I'm the, I'm the motherfucking lone wolf. I don't need to listen I'm to your here. shit. I'm going to get to step in. Things are about to get violent. I get to step in. And it was also, uh, it was AJ trying to get the heels to help him sort of thing, which I liked. Yep. AJ is the, what do they kept calling him? The de-, de facto captain? Is that what they, they kept sure. using that one term? Yeah. Makes um, sense. He's a champ. But yeah. even the Wyatts weren't in on the. And that's the thing. I think the they up. fucked up their cues in this segment. Right. Because you could tell Bray was going He's to go like face to face with. And then AJ. he did this moment where he turned to AJ, but they hit Shane's music just before he turned. So I think that they wanted to tease this like, no, 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 nobody's really on the same page as anybody. Right. And then Shane comes out. Uh, but not that that really means anything yeah. in the long run. And we both but... caught it, so hopefully you're paying attention. Yeah. I don't like the new Wyatt family name. It's the fucking Wyatt family. just a new guy in it. It's not new. It's not like the new Rockers where it's two totally yeah. different guys. Or one totally different guy, I guess. Stop that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much... I don't know how I feel about him being in the well, family. Well, nobody buys it, and everyone knows he's just going to turn on him like Bear, Daniel Bryan did. It's sure. boring storytelling, blah, 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 don't care. But I don't like the idea that anyone can just... I'm now in the family. Like, family, in my mind, means blood. I know that that's not what that means there, but... I can't be part of your family? Nope. But yeah, like, it's a cult, right? Like, it's not a a blood family, it's a cult. I guess. Could I be in your cult family? Yes, always. No. The lynch mob. I can't be in your cult family or your real family? Only 65 and under. (laughs) 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 Naomi defeated Natalia. Nikki Bella sat Ooh. in on commentary for this match. Naomi won via roll-up pin after Carmella came to ringside to argue with Nikki. Uh, sure. What do you think about Natalia as the, as the coach? Uh, like, I don't know. I, I really, really it's, like... Uh, what's the difference between coach and mascot? Well, that's true. Just somebody hanging out in the corner. Uh, I really, really like that she's back to the lyrics thing. I think that's a great, great gimmick oh, for Natalia. Oh, did I miss something? Last week she did it. Oh, again. last week, yeah, 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 yeah. We um, don't. So she's back to it, but it's been literally a week on, week off, week on, week right. off. She also didn't really cut a promo this week though mm-hmm. either. Like there was the moment where she was trying to break up the fight on the outside and blah blah blah. But I don't know. I think this is the right direction for Natalia personally. But I don't like it so much that she just essentially. Well, we couldn't get you in the match, so you can be on the. Hey, it's in fucking Canada. Maybe you put Natalia in the match. But what do I know? Maybe something will change. There's still time, as we sure. said. So. One more show to get it in there. Yes. Backstage, Baron Corbin refused to be in the six-man tag team match. So Shane made a match between him and Kalisto. The returning Kalisto. And it's gave back. Corbin's spot in the main event to Kane. Da, da, da. His career's on fire. <laughs> the match between Corbin and Kalisto never started. Corbin attacked Kalisto before the bell, but fell from the ring apron and hurt his knee. Kalisto attacked Corbin's leg until referees came down to check on Baron. This it's it's all bad. It's all dumb. He slipped on the fucking ring apron. There was a better way to just, do that. I didn't, I didn't yeah, there, there was, was a, a better way to better do that. Way to do that. I didn't mind like I thought he sold it well. 
He did. Because I was like, they've never really done the fall like that. Yeah. So I was like, ah! <laughs> but also the way that he fell, there's like nothing that made me think been... knee injury. Like mm. he didn't, I don't know. It almost feels like if he would have just been walking on it and then just kind of let his knee buckle. Yeah. Just like a freak accident. Or like come of off a second rope and jam it something. or something. I did yeah. kind of like the mean streak of Kalisto to like, you attack me, fuck you. I'm going to jump on your leg. Yeah, well, and they, cool, they but... did the, he was walking away and then went back a second time and gave him the business, as they say. I never hated I never hated this feud either when it was no. original. No, 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 it yeah. was good. Um, But it, it also seems weird to just go back to it. I don't know why if, you were, if the goal was to eventually get him out of that match, it should have been Shane being like, fuck you, you're out of the match then. Because Shane kind of <laughs> got punked by his own guy. I don't know why you put him in in the fucking first place. We're just going to take him out. Like that's a part of me wonders if this was just for the sake of there being a story. If this was just a because the election was Tuesday, obviously, mm-hmm. if they were just trying to get people to watch the show by do some crazy shit, I I don't know. It, just, it does seem like it just came out of nowhere. Shit. I think it's just, and I don't think uh, I don't think Baron Corbin moves the needle at all on election night, no matter what you have. I him think do. I think the idea of we're gonna they win need so big another pick we're gonna win though. bigly. I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're probably right. Daniel Bryan and Shane received or revealed backstage that Corbin will be off the Survivor Series team due to injury. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Quick, quick assessment from the old dog. SmackDown though. Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch defeated Alexa Bliss. In the, in the main event. Yes, the main event. Main event, an hour in yep. to the two-hour Now, program. my question to you mark. is, what is your definition of main event? It's the last match. The, the last fucking match. match that goes yeah. on last, right? That bugged and, me. And you can call something a triple main event if they are the three last matches. Sure. Correct. But I agree. Yeah. Same way in the UFC. It's co-main event. Sure. This one yep. and then the next one, and then we're but done. But you can't just fucking put the main event in the middle of the you show. Can't just call you can't have a triple main event and have it be the last match, or the first match, the middle match, the last match. What about when they did on, uh, was that No Mercy or Backlash, when they had the championship was first, but they called it the main event? Yeah. No. Doesn't count. No. Doesn't count. No, I agree. Seems weird that they were just like, well, if we... We just call it the main event, and then 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 like it is. Like now we're taking a term as simple as main event and fucking diluting you that. that. You, you can ju- just have all the matches on pay per views be main event. Why the fuck not? Yeah, these Who are, cares? These are myth. They should have just scrap the show and have a pay per view called main event. Well, they have a TV show every week called main events. Are all the matches on that main events? Yeah, just Zach Rogers on Curtis that Axel week. against Jinder Mahal main event. <laughs> of main event match on SmackDown. A SmackDown it could be. It could. Fuck be. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is every Raw match Raw? Yeah, oh yeah. Not, otherwise, they wouldn't call it that. My Jinder, Jinder Mahal. Oh, so you come in peace? Yeah. He always says something, but I don't want to know. I don't want to try it because. Uh, but Lynch retained her title with the disarmor, but Alexa had her feet on the ropes, and the referee did not notice. This was done very badly because, because she, touched- she touched it <laughs> once, yes, and then accident. they rolled her over, and her feet touched it again, yeah. and then she put her foot on the rope after. Like it was done, it was done very badly. The match I thought was was decent, mm. but the finish was, yeah. She just seemed too close to that other rope because you can touch the rope and not have a rope break. No, that yeah. is not true. That happens all the time. That happens all the time where someone grabs a rope well, and Kurt Angle pulls them back in the ankle well, lock. That's not and... how it should be. Yeah, but, but, I don't, I don't believe in that. Whether whether, yes, whether yes, that's yes. the not the rules, but that happens all the time it. in wrestling where yeah. a guy like grabs her other and they go, no, 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 no. Yeah, I don't. I, it was. I mean, it's just a way to keep this feud going, I guess. Yeah, sure. Garbage. Also, I kind of forgot that Becky was Irish heading into this. I was like, oh, she's going to get this huge pop, and they're going to love her so much. And then Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no, wait, she's not from here. Scottish people hate Irish people? 
Well, that's the thing. The night before, you had Sheamus in yeah, there. People just hate Sheamus. Being like, fuck you. Well, true. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't think the Scots a, in the I think there's a, some rivalry there. There's got to be some I think rivalry. There's, you know who has a lot of heat, apparently? Hmm. The Finns and the Swedes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do they have any Finns and Swedes in the WWE? Oh, Probably so. not. It's weird that there's no, no Finns or Swedes. They're all playing hockey. I think that, yeah. Yeah. Good hockey country. That's true. Very good hockey country. I don't have any listeners in Finland and Sweden. Uh, maybe. I think we do in Sweden, or yeah. we had, or somebody, but. I we have a weird one. We like, had one in like. Oh, like the Bahamas? Yeah. No, where was uh, the. Uh, something weird. Israel? Jamaica? No one does. Jamaica. It was Jamaica. It was Jamaica. Jamaica and me crazy? Yeah. Kofi? See? Maybe it's Kofi's family. The Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto was announced for Survivor Series. If Kalisto wins, the Cruiserweight title and division will move to SmackDown. I am pretty. Did they say division two? Yes, everybody comes. I think that that's is what's so fucking stupid. Uh, just, I think it's just a way because they're taping that two hundred five yeah. live after SmackDown. I think it's just a way to move everything over there. Mm-hmm. So are we thinking this might actually happen. I think, I think it's so. going to happen. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't. I. I just the timing makes so much sense. Why would you have your cruiserweights on Raw? And then do a show on SmackDown. Right. Like, just get your cruiserweights on SmackDown so you can do that 205 Live after yeah. or before. It seems like very quick turnaround for Kendrick to lose. And also, I think there's a strong chance that Baron Corbin comes out and does something. I think this got off of TJP to Kendrick so they could give That's it to true. a SmackDown yeah. face. As Maybe. soon as they decided Maybe. that Tuesday was going to be the taping day. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins defeated Apollo Crews. Yeah, poor Apollo. It's mm. just holy. Is he rock bottom to a guy that lost in seven seconds last week? If there's a pecking order, who he's he at is. the bottom of it. Hello down there. <laughs> it was announced that Dolph Ziggler will face The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship on next week's 900th episode of SmackDown, mm-hmm. featuring the return of the Undertaker and Edge doing yeah. a cutting edge <laughs> with whatever. I knew. Well, we knew about Undertaker because we yeah. talked about that last week, but I did not know about Edge, so I threw my hat. Yeah. I love Edge. I, oh, I I was like, oh, like there was no because it's like the cutting edge, right? Right. And he's done like he did an appearance with Christian not that long ago. Yeah. Um, it was very much like oh, and then this was sad because Warren told me there was a hat throw moment in this show, and I thought it was going to be at the end. <laughs> and then I realized when that they I announced have told, what yeah, they yeah. when they announced what they ended up announcing at the end of SmackDown, I was like, I'm not throwing my hat for that. <laughs> I'm putting extra ones on. Um. But I just like seeing Edge interact with guys that he wasn't around with. Yeah, just, sure, just totally. to see that. It'll be, it'll be fun. Yeah. I just didn't think that was the thing that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Makes more sense because you were a huge Edge fan. Yep. Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Luke Harper defeated James Ellsworth, Dean Ambrose, and Kane. Ellsworth tagged in and missed no chin music, chin music and got pinned by Wyatt. The thing that annoyed me the most, because again, little things for me I get annoyed by, the tag, he tagged him outside the ring. Like who he put his hand through the ropes and yep. he tagged it outside the ring. Yep. And before he tagged him, he let go of the tag rope mm-hmm. and then tagged him outside the ring. What the fuck is that about? I Again, feel... little things that I'm sure nobody cares about but me. Yeah, and I feel like note, that happens every show. The I, best part yeah. of that pay-per-view was they were all very careful with Sasha Banks and the taking her out. And then when they realized they had the fucking camera cord in there, yanked off that neck yeah. brace and yanked that, fucking... <laughs> and yanked that, that card out. Wrestling. And I giggled so hard at that. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um... I feel like every time, like the tag rope means nothing anymore. It like, hasn't, yeah, for a for while. For a long time. And which sucks. It was funny because on NXT, there is a very obvious um, Authors of Pain, the guy, I think it was the Authors of Pain match. 
No, it was a sanity match, I think. Um, where the guy, just this big, like, crazy dude, and all of a sudden he's, like, kind of halfway along the ring and realizes the guy wants to tag in and, like, goes over and grabs the rope and tags in. And I was like, that's that just a young kid. Like, No, that guy's smart. Yeah, no, totally. That I, guy it was like, that's a guy learning how it should be done yeah. before you yeah. get to the point where, like, every other Irish whip, a guy is walking half the distance of the ring so he can smack the guy on the back and get the tag in. Yeah, but then, I mean... Would you have preferred the ref to say, no, James, he, that doesn't count? No, no I got to give back James Ellsworth to do the right, right fucking right, yes, thing. No. Yes, of course, of course. But in the event that it does happen, no, would you prefer them to correct it or no. just let it go? No, and, you can't. Yeah. And I think that that's the issue. The match it? was fine. Blah, blah, blah. I like the, I liked the, I like the, the finish. <laughs> yes, I like that it's this Kane told him don't tag him. I like that too. Yeah. And you know what I thought? That's going to be a tag team. Kane and James Ellsworth oh is going to be it Daniel is, Bryan it? and Kane. It's going to be the same fucking. They're going to win the tag team championships, and the first two title holders are going to be Rhino and Slater, and then Ellsworth and Kane. Daniel Count Bryan announced it. that Shane McMahon would replace Baron Corbin on the SmackDown Men's Survivor Series team because fuck, why have you know one of the talent do it? Why have one of the workers do it? I don't like that. I like really, really disliked that actually. Yeah, I wasn't a fan either. I don't like it. Just I think this is. I think he's out early, and I think it's because of Brock. And that's what it, it just sm- smelled smacked of. Like, well, we got to get a way for them to continue this Brock and Shane thing. So let's get Shane in them. Like, it just Brock I don't Shane know. It just seems so. Forced. Refresh my memory. Well, yeah, didn't he uh, suplex yeah, them or some shit? F five them. Oh, we'll see how important that was. I don't remember it. And then Shane said, "This isn't over." Yeah. And then and they got then, drafted. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like it at all. That was such an important happening in, that I don't remember that it happened. In a world where they're all so concerned about we got to make it believable and we got to make it seem like each side cares, each side cares so much about winning their Survivor Series matches, but we're going to put this guy who's wrestled a handful of matches in his career and isn't a wrestler at all and is like it just I don't know. He was also in the uh WCW versus WWE one. Right. I don't like how they flip announcers, too, and how they have fucking more. I'm so happy to be here on Raw calling this Cruiserweight match on the pre-show. Like, fuck that. I thought there was brand loyalty, and everyone was all worried about all this shit. It's just bad storytelling. I mean, that one, I think they were just trying to get him ready for the 205 thing. But he doesn't need to ready for 205. He's fine. I agree. It's bad storytelling. Yep. It was on a pre-show. Who the fuck cares? (laughs) I care because it's bad storytelling. There was also a moment where Renee was doing something yes, on Raw, too. But at least she mentioned it. She did. She's like, that. I have no, no reason for me to be here. I'm just here, so deal with it. I mean, that's no better than Moro being, I'm excited to be a part of Raw. Like, both of them are being like, I acknowledge this is not my show, but here I am. Mm. Yeah, anyways. um, That's it, right? Nothing else? That is it. Studs and duds? Yeah, my dad will be the Shane thing. Yep, me too. Um, yes, I agree. My gag. I don't know. Everyone else sees some. some. I'm also gonna. You know, I'm gonna give my dud to the Corbin injury. Okay. Yeah. I like the idea of it. Sure, if you want to do it, that's fine. I don't like the execution. I also. Uh, the more we were talking about uh, the uh, the thing at the show, uh, the the Sami Zayn issue at mm-hmm. the show, mm-hmm. the more I think I'm not entirely certain they don't put that belt back on Miz for that pay per view. Oh yeah. I guess maybe you could do that, and then Sammy wins it. And then you trade Intercontinental for Cruiserweights? And then Rusev loses it, his at the Rumble or something. And 
or Raw gets both those yeah. mid cards and SmackDown Unif- as a cruiserweights. Yeah, I, maybe. No. I don't know if I like that very much. I like Smack. I like US and Intercontinental being on opposite shows. Me too. Because they feel like the same level. It's just too mired in sludge. Just too much. I guess we'll find out. I think it's gonna be tough to book Sammy to lose on that card. That's my biggest thing. Uh, okay, I think sorry. everybody loses in their hometown. I know everybody. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's far it's, more. You can almost if it bank is, on the goddamn thing. If it is Miz, then yes, I agree with it. If it it's Ziggler, Miz. though, I don't. I don't know. It just seems they do that to get the guy heat. But when the guy's a babyface, and even though he, like you said, would be heel for that night, what is he benefiting from from beating the babyface in his home country slash hometown loosely or his brand? Yes. Anyways, uh, my stud will be. Uh, who did I like on this? Leon show? Spinks. <laughs> I'll give it to. Uh, I guess Kalisto. Yeah, because that's I th- what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I like that. It's a new look for him, and he was all fired up. And sure, go get a strong return. I'll give my Kalisto. stud to Tom Phillips <laughs> for cracking the nut. He was actually really good. Like mm-hmm. I say, they gave him a lot more than they gave anybody. They did look hilarious at that table, though. Oh, hey? yeah. It's like the so little kid dumb. at the Thanksgiving table, like yeah. hanging out at the very end. Yeah. I'm with the grown-ups now. <laughs> Don't have enough room. Uh, JBL, um, wait a minute. Didn't we miss a match? We talk about Breeze Angle? No. Nope. No, that's not on my sheet here. God damn you, Up Rocks. Never again! How long was it them and the Vaude Villains and it lasted like about four seconds? To get them on yeah. the team too, yeah. right? It was like a qualifying match. got on the team, yeah. Talking about that, we already given it Which is much. good. Their, their, oh, their uh, return is, was... I like the gimmick too. Yeah. The new police, fashion police gimmick. Yeah. Sure. That's good. They came out, they I'm made down. fun of JBL. JBL's face, facial cell of yeah. just pure disappointment when they handed him that ticket was yeah. tremendous. Because he wants to get along with, with, with the, the heels. boys. Yep. The heels. Well, I think they're faces now too. Because they were wrestling heels. True. But yeah. they also came out giving fans tickets for their fashion, which would kind of make them heels. Heel-ish. I, I feel know. like they would have given Moro a ticket. They were trying to be heels. That's true. Yeah. That is true. That was a weird pick. Nobody cares. Uh, I care. I don't care. I'm super into this day. I, I wanted like them it. to. I forgot that they were even there. Anything. And then they're back, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I like these guys. We're trying to run a positive ship here. Since when? Into the sun's. We are, we've gotten emails saying, I listen to this show because this is the only positive. positive wrestling show on the goddamn planet. Well, I guess I've worn out my welcome. On this <laughs> You're the, we need somebody to be negative and that's, that's true. Your, that's your role. That's true. That that's is what, that's what, that is my what gimmick Scotty is, No, my gimmick is not negative. I don't like what I don't like and I like what I like. This is Scotty. Your gimmick is that you don't like anything. That's not true. That should be your gimmick though. You're no. just coming here and shit on everything. No. I don't believe in Fuck that. Wrestling. I will tell you what I think. What I think is good and what I think is shite. Good. As you should. The As you should. unbiased opinion of Big Bad Boris. Like it or any, not. Did we miss any studs and duds? We all say it? I think so. You good? All right. Do we have um, NXT results? Because I haven't finished watching it. Yes. Did we talk about We did last week. Yeah, right? we did. That was that weird show where they kept going to San right. Jose. Right. <laughs> um, we had a little bit of that this week as well. As I scramble to pull it up. I also yeah. have it somewhere here. I'm going to let you do uh, it. There we go. Okay. Uh, first match. Okay, so they did the same thing with Charlie Caruso. Yeah. I, I figured out that name. she's apparently at the Performance Center. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where yes. she was kind of 
doing the the transition from full sail to the San Jose taping. I don't know why they can't just throw to that. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about yet is that uh, Mike the Ref messaged us, and I know what oh, his yeah. source was, but apparently they had already, ta- as we discussed last week, they had yeah. already taped in which Aries and Strong won, won their match against TM61, but then Aries got hurt, so they had to redo and tape that match in San Jose, putting TM61 over, which makes tonight even more interesting based on that fact. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. Because you have to wonder what matches would have changed tonight. <laughs> right. Uh, Authors of Pain and DIY. I hate that name, man. I don't. I can't get over that. I, I, I mean, it's not great, and then it... It doesn't really suit them, but it doesn't really bother me. Considering either. some of the garbage names they've come up with, it's on the better scale of the garbage name, like American Alpha. I mean, when you really break it down, what team isn't doing it themselves? Like wrestling is all doing it for themselves. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, and it's do it yourselves, right? Not do it yourself. I, I hope so. I guess I don't yeah. know if they've ever specified one way or the other. It's all just DIY is on do, their do it yourself is dumb. Yeah. For a tag team. Yeah. Yes, that, that's right. true. Uh, Authors Pain, get the win here because you had the champions, Dash and Dawson, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they came out and interfered and cost them the match. I'm glad you have trouble with those names also. <laughs> yeah. Dash Dawson sounds like it could be one yeah. name. <laughs> uh, this match is the only thing I've seen off NXT so far, and it was better than anything on the big two shows. I was super impressed by the author. The, the mm. authors of Pain had a very good wrestling match. That, Obviously, uh, we know what we're getting from DIY, and they're good wrestlers. Yep. But this was, and they even pointed that out on commentary that this is kind of the first time we've seen these guys in yep. more than oh, a three. Not used to go in this long, right? You suck and win. That uh, Samoan drop, uh, follow a oh, slam, was a great spot. catching a dude with another like. Uh, he kind of landed on Champa's face. I a saw little that, bit, but, but he seemed okay. I mean, I couldn't do that shit. That's a great spot. Insane, and like it was weird that I think that was Ankum. I, don't, I haven't figured out which one is which yet. No, nope. that was never. Razor. I may, I may never. Was it? I have figured it out, but I don't want to say how I. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you after we're off um, the air how I figured. But he was in the match, and they booked like it was specifically him for a long time. It seemed like there wasn't a tag out. Like he was doing all these crazy power moves, yeah. and then they eventually had the interference, and they did their. Maybe they're their trying to create some page. sort of separation or identity between the two yeah. of them. I don't know if that was just they just wanted the one guy in or what it was, but yeah, really, really impressive. Yeah, I was very, very surprised by the yeah. quality. Very that... good, good workers yeah. for big guys. And you had Ellering get involved again, uh, which was good. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Loved it. He always has. See, that I like pout. things. That's not true. <laughs> He's got that pout look to him. No listen to Boris. Master of the duck lips is Ooh. Paul Ellering. Yeah. He takes a lot of selfies. Yep. <laughs> I like their entrance too. I like that Paul kind of comes up the middle. Yep. And then they both kind of come yep. appear from the side him, and then says, the yep. go get him. Let's go, boys. I like it. Uh, okay, then we have TM61 and Sanity in uh, a semifinal match for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic in which... TM61 is also a dumb name while I'm kind of just airing my grievances, but I, it's probably hard to come up with tag it's team It's a names. nod I to... like their... I know what, like, it's... it's yeah. It is their initials. It is their... La- the. T for Thorn and the mm-hmm. M for Mick or whatever. <laughs> and it also could be the Mighty. Yeah, and then 6-1 is some Australian area. There's code. something, yeah, yeah. Um, They pick up the win over Sanity, mm. which is what I meant this when is I said, the one hey, this where is you interesting, where they clearly happened. had to do the audible 
They shouldn't have been, like they weren't scheduled to be in this match ever, and now they're in the finals. Right. So you had to flip everything once you lost the heel guys that were supposed to be in the finals. Was this supposed to be Austin Aries and Roderick Strong in the finals? I would say probably yes. Yeah. And were they going to be heels? Because so then it's Aries and Strong. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you have heel versus heel, in which case, was DIY supposed to go over in the other match? I thought DIY was supposed to go over. See, I don't, because I think they wanted to do that tag title match regardless. Yeah, it, the way I was looking at it when all this happened was that it was supposed to be Aries and uh, Roderick Strong against DIY. I just, I really think that they wanted to do the the tag title match at TakeOver between uh, DIY and, so I think, I, I think they always had that plan, but yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Well, you both think matches going... are at takeover. The finals is at takeover. Yes, right. But that's what I mean. If if DIY would have been in, I don't think they would have been in the finals because I think they wanted to have them fight for the titles. Oh, I see what you're saying. At the yeah, at the or or was it originally supposed to end being DIY? No, that couldn't have been just the way the bracket worked. Just say was it supposed to be DIY against the revival in the finals, mm. yeah. and then they would have just made that for the titles. Yeah, but they were supposed to face each other earlier. So, either way, TM sixty one's going. Thank you. Yeah, kind of for getting kicked in the head. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe they win. Like, who knows? Who knows? A win over Sanity was pretty big too. Like they, they, they did definitely made a good effort of making it seem like it was they a fluke. It. Yeah, and that they just barely got out of there alive. Was I like it that. Any good? I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I was thought better. the other one was better. The other one was better. Yeah. Uh, but it uh, wasn't a bad match by any means. Mm-hmm. I didn't dislike it. So. I knew they were going to win, which is always kind of one of the yep. tougher things in these tournaments. Once you know, you know they're not going heel heel. Mm-hmm. You can see them doing face face, but you know they're not going heel heel in the finals. So, yep. I was like, "Oh, TM six one's going to beat this," and I wanted Sanity. I didn't want Sanity to lose yet, which was kind of sad. But uh, then we had the women's match: Ember Moon in action, taking on Rachel Evers, mm-hmm. former Rachel. What was her other name? Gimmick name? She was Rachel. F- Faisal or Faisal or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyways, also Rachel Ellering. That's who that is. Paul's daughter. Uh, she looked okay here. Yeah. She's a good wrestler. She's lear- She learned from the best. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm Ember. Not, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> Ember Moon picks up the win with her uh, I've stunner. Heard, I've heard too much. Top rope stunner. So, uh, Evers, is, okay, so she was trained by Lance Storm. Lance Storm's real last name is Evers. 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 That's the... Is it Evers or Evers? I think they announced it as Evers. Or maybe it is Evers. I don't fucking know. She tweeted and said, at Lance Storm is the best Evers, which made me think that it was also pronounced Evers. But anyways, that's that's the nod there, is that she's taking that name. Uh, and then the main event, uh, well, I mean, the, the final oh, segment the contract signing? was the contract signing. Gotta love a contract signing. Uh, William Let me guess, Regal, did they fight at the end? William Regal was in the ring, and he brought out Shinsuke first, made his entrance, and then he brings out Samoa Joe, who this was good. comes out, gets to the top of the ramp, then turns around, goes to the back, pulls out a chair and a table of his own, Sets that up at the top of the ramp, <laughs> sits down, the ramp. <laughs> puts his feet up on the table, and proceeds to scream at William Regal to bring the contract to him to sign it. I kind of like that. Mm, I it loved good. it. Was it well done? Yeah, uh, I could see Joe pulling that off. Very Joe, good at being a dick. Joe killed it in this segment. There is just something 
almost unwritably awkward about most of what Shinsuke does. Yes. I thought the segment, like the whole thing yeah. was just... Anyways, you had all the security in the ring. Uh, and then... Was that guy you like security? Nope. What's his name? because no, he's a wrestler now. He's he can't be on. in security. Uh, what is his name? Dozovic. Big fella. Um, so you had all the security in the ring. William Regal finally brings the contract. You have uh, Samoa Joe sign the contract and then goes to hand it to William Regal. And as Regal reaches for it, he drops it on the table just to be the extra dick, which I thought was a nice touch. Should have dropped it on the floor. Uh, Regal just kind of rolls his eyes and sells that he's just haven't had enough of his shit sort of thing. Goes back to the ring, gives it to Shinsuke, who then looks at it, opens it up, drops it, and then starts to fight all of the security guards. He's throwing elbows and kicks and power bombs one of the security guards through the table mm-hmm. that was set up in the ring and then signs it and that's it puts it on the security guard that he put through a table right right Weird. dropped it on him this is all while regal is on the apron watching this not yeah, just shaking his head like ah oh, not being like hey we're, damn it we're gonna get sued <laughs> shinsuke don't hurt the no they just it happened um, I agreed with what you said the morning after, Warren, it, where yeah. it seemed like it was more about Regal and Joe than it was about Shinsuke. Yeah, which is super weird. Like, w- what am I supposed to think? Because they've kind of always done this thing that there's Joe hates Regal and Regal hates Joe. So mm-hmm. what my wrestling mind says they're going to work a match, but I don't think that that's going to happen. That can happen, right? I don't think Regal can go. He just had neck surgery, so I don't know what that did to him. But I don't know. I don't like, know what his status as a. And is that something we need to see or want to see? I Does mean, anyone like, care love about to that? See it if he can go still. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess. But how much? Like, what if he can only go sixty percent? Like, if it's just. And in my mind, it, that would just have I to. I think it would Regal have to be... at sixty percent would have a fucking awesome match. With True. Him. But do we believe old man Regal? No. Not getting <laughs> squashed. I do. I I I don't. Anymore. I don't know like, if I would either, just because... I feel just, like if Joe and Regal were to have a match, I would, every time Regal took down Joe, I'd be like, ah, this is pretty big dude. Yeah. Any man with two fists That's right. has a fighting That's chance. That's true. I should have learned by now. The sun shines on a dog's ass sometimes. <laughs> a wrong clock is right twice a day. The sun shines on a dog's ass roughly half the time. <laughs> You've never seen my dog, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they also had the sit-down interviews with uh, Dillinger mm-hmm. towards the beginning of the show and then Bobby Roode towards the end, uh, which I thought were really, really good. I mm-hmm. thought that they built that match up better than this show. Who did they sit show. down with? I don't think. It was just, uh, I like remember. A, you don't even think it was you all on, tell. It was all on them. Like, camera just focused on Oh, it wasn't like an man. interviewee kind of thing? No. It was more like a promo. Um, I think the it, interviewer asked them a question, like one Maybe? at the start, and they both just ranted sort of thing but um i thought they did a better job of building that match in this show than they did the main event Mm -hmm. and i think that that match is going to steal the card i really do the two like they're going to get a massive reaction because both of them are canadian bobby root is crazy over right now Mm -hmm. and i think ty dillinger is the guy that people want to see get to the next level like that we've watched him grow as as from a young man to this, from this a beautiful flower. To a ten. <laughs> right, from a one to a ten. Uh, so I think that's going to be a really, really good match. I'm excited about that match. Also, uh, I am a big fan of the Jay and Dan podcast, and Bobby Roode 
was on their podcast last week. Like Jay Onright and yes, Daniel, okay. it was a horrible. Are they still interview. working for Fox? Yeah, yeah. Horrible interview because they don't know anything about wrestling, so it was kind of awkward. They had somebody else write questions for them, which is okay. Uh, it, Bobby Roode said that the theme "Glorious" uh, was actually intended for somebody else. And that that didn't come through at the last minute. They pulled it off whoever it was supposed to be. And they let him listen to it. And he said, yeah, sure, I guess this this will work. It works with the character. And then it became the most over thing that they've done in a long time. I think um, it was Aries. It must have been Aries. He didn't say who it was originally intended for. And I don't know if we'd ever figure that out for sure. But I think it was Aries, too. No way, Jose. That was the other we discussed one. We, that. that was too. The other one yeah. we said, this is based on timing, but we're like, ah, I don't yeah. know that no way Jose ever had that gimmick lined up. He also said that when they first showed him on screen at Dallas, that he was not signed yet. That he that was his first interaction with anybody at WWE. He just was there, and they said, hey, why don't you go sit out there and we'll put you on camera? And he said, okay, no contract signed or anything. So mm-hmm. that that's a that is a bold move because if things go south, then people. We'll always just ask, why the fuck did you show him on TV? But it paid off. He talked uh, briefly about. I don't understand his... why that's a risky move. Well, because what if you don't sign him? And what, I think what if they you don't teased sign him? it? You te- showing him in no, the crowd to me him means in that the crowd doesn't mean anything. I I think if you're putting like it if on he goes TV, back to TNA, then it's like, hey, this TNA guy was so intrigued that he bought a ticket to come and sit in the front row at our show. But then you're stroking TNA. No, you're not. This guy bought a ticket to come to our show. But he did buy a sh- ticket. If he sits in the front row of the crowd, <laughs> how the fuck else did he get there? I think that's a risky move. But I don't um, think so at all. I think it's great. You should put them all in the front row. That's like like teasing people and then just pulling the rug out. Sometimes that's a good thing. I guess. Um, what was I saying? Something else about him from the interview. But, oh, we talked about TNA. And he said how... Uh, towards the end of it, uh, that he lost his passion. Like he straight up said, like I wasn't having fun oh, anymore. I, I believe it. And it got really shitty, and he was considering doing other things. And he said, night one, night one in NXT, he felt like he was 18 again and starting over. And says that he feels like he can go for another 15 years. So I think once you That's see, cool. once you see the machine. Yeah. It's probably hard not to be like, holy shit. Well, and regardless, I want to be a part of that. Regardless of what guys say, whether they say that they don't care about ever getting to the WWE or not, I think everyone does. That That's the goal, right? Every kid growing up watching wrestling wants to be that's in the, the WWE, right? Yeah. It's like a hockey player. Like, I don't want to play in the NHL. I want to yes, go play in the KHL. I want to play in the AHL. Yeah. <laughs> in the I want to play in the AJHL. Yeah. For the Spruce Grove... Saints. Spitfires, Saints. Or whatever the fuck they are. Spitfires. Look at the Stony Plain, what is it? Rebels? Eagles? I believe they are the Eagles, yeah. The Eagles is a senior team. Sherwood Park senior Crusaders. Men's team. The Nate Ooks. Yeah. There is no junior A team in Stony Plain. You know that if you say go Ooks really fast. It sounds like you're saying. It sounds like a very bad word. Figured that out at school. Went to a game one time, screamed that, and went, I'm not going to scream that anymore. <laughs> because it doesn't sound great. I might be an ook soon. We don't know. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, I saw we're, you were. We're, you were, we're it, undecided on yeah. that. Yeah. Thinking about it. You, it's a hell of a place. Listen, if you if you do that, we're doing we're doing SatPod on the NR92 airwaves one more time. Live? Oh, yeah. Or oh, we could take some calls? That's where it all started, man. 
where it began. That was back where when I was behind the glass. Yeah. Back when I was fact checking for you fellas. They have better and mics. And also doing there. my homework. Yeah. yeah. They have better mics there than at this professional. I know. They have better mics there than they used to. Oh, than they used to. I they see. were pure shit before. Pure. Right? Well, and well, then, well. hey, you could run the board for the show too. You'd be. You'd Good be, practice, right? Yeah. Are you thinking of going into that program? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, we can't just go in there. <laughs> uh, anyone can do a show there. Oh, really? Even yeah. if you're not in radio There was on one TV? guy that was in, I forget what classes was. I didn't but he know had a, how. Uh, he just got a crash course, I guess, from somebody. He was a DJ, oh. so he would bring his oh, turntables okay. in there and scratch. And he was always right before me and uh, Matt Ead's show. The Rock is what we called it, which is a horrible What thing. was your show about? Anything. We talked wrestling sometimes. We talked about music. And it was called Rock? The Rock. That's... And the opening intro was The Rock's entrance no, music. that's all kinds of terrible. <laughs> Not as bad as my other show, The Which Gong was... Show. The Gong Show? And what was that show about? Pretty much uh, the same thing. Just random things. Did you have a gong? Nope. Was the opening theme the Gong Show theme? No, it was... Uh... Get a gong, bang a gong, get it on. Power station? Bing, bing. I think that's what that's called. I think I it? request like three songs every show for that. Play this! Yeah. All right, fine. Okay, uh, let's do the emails, right? There's no no pay-per-view no. this week or last week, this right? First week in a long time. We haven't been coming any? off or going on to a pay-per-view. November's great for that. There's only one pay-per-view, which yeah. is just swell. First email is from Han Solo, subject line TNA versus Corgan. What are your guys' thoughts on Billy Corgan claiming TNA owes him $2.1 million? Smashing pumpkins don't belong in a wrestling ring. No, excuse me. Um, that place, that place <laughs> is a mess. Uh, it's an enormous shit show, and I hope that it, you know, everybody can find some sort of resolution and Billy gets his money back. And I hope for the sake of the people that are working there that the show goes on so they still have jobs, but it's quite the quite the shit show. Is TNA the second biggest wrestling promotion in the world? In the world? God, no. Then why are we talking about them so the much second, more than the other ones? Because they're the second biggest promotion in North America. Yeah. Uh, depending on who you ask. Because it would be Japan, and I know yes. nothing about Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling is the second biggest company. So that's all on Scotty. We're not talking about it as much because Scotty doesn't talk about it as much. Okay. At least I can follow. Like, I have some some frame of reference to TNA. I know some names in there. Yeah. Whereas I don't know if I would know anybody from Japan other than, like, the occasion. Like, Will Ospreay is sometimes over there, I think. And, like, there's probably a few names that I would know. But, yeah. I've never watched New yeah. Japan either. A fair so amount of the core. Well, not the core, but a fair amount of... A lot of the core of New Japan is now in WWE from the past few years. Yeah. Yes, um, New Japan is the second biggest company in the world. Next email from Duncan. Dear the Satbergs. Hey, dudes. Hope your weeks have been styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Question time. None of those things happen. Um, no, none of them. Nope. No wheeling, dealing? Nope. nope. I drove somewhere. Does it, was that wheeling? I mean, I'm always styling too. I always got the never, fresh never, threads. I've worn the same sweater half the days this week. <laughs> Wrestling shirt and shorts. That's what I'm all about. Styling. Styling, baby. Uh, Sometimes you put the stuff in your beard. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on, a, on a nice day, I'll put beard oil in. That's styling. Do you use that yet, Boris? I do. 
I like not every day, but every now and then. No, no special no. occasions. I don't really know what it's supposed to do, but it uh, it it uh, helps the pores, I believe, and encourages it? growth. Oh shit! Well, and uh, moisturizes. Well, cures split ends. I don't know. I'm just saying things that usually go along with leather hair, rinse hair for products. Feet. <laughs> uh, question time with Donald Trump pulling off the upset victory in the elections. The other day, to my complete and utter horror, uh-huh. uh, what is your favorite upset win? Mm. Santino at the time. Are we talking about wrestling? I Yeah, let's just assume that that's what he means. Oh, yeah, that's what I assume. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, at the time, Santino Morello won. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I was young enough to not bite. Or I was y- young enough to bite, I, I remember, guess. did Zach Gowan beat Big Show at any point? Or did he always lose? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think he beat Brock Lesnar. He beat Vince, though, didn't he? Probably. Yeah, I must have beaten someone, like one of those guys. Yeah. The one that got him his contract. Super, super into the Zach Gowan thing as a kid. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, I loved it. It's a one legged guy hopping around doing, like, fucking, that was my first, because that was right around the time that I just started watching, so I hadn't really seen anything else. Come in now and already be way more interesting than James Ellsworth. Yeah, sure. Because he's got one leg, (laughs) he's got a distinct advantage, disadvantage. Whereas Instead Ellsworth just not just, having a chin, which, which is more of an advantage. Still, yeah, it still seems like an advantage. Can't do a chin lock on him, which is great. Um, upset, upset victories. What springs to mind? I don't know if you'd consider this an upset victory, but when the streak ended, that was kind of yeah, sure. I would say that's an but upset I didn't victory. like that one. <laughs> I'm kind of at peace favorite. with it. I'm kind of at peace with it now. Sure, I, I've made a peace with it, but I'll never say like I think when you think about the upset victories, you have to think about at the time. What was your feeling? And mm. I, I didn't like it, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it in a way that WWE wanted me to not like it, which was probably good on their end. But for me, where it's like, what's your favorite upset? I would never say. Like, I would say the Taker one might be the biggest upset of all time. But it was the one that a lot of people talk about too is when the one two three kid beat Scott Hall. Yeah, yeah. that's a big one too. Uh, what about like Mysterio winning the Rumble the year he did? From did he just go one. in number one? Yeah, uh, two. Which oh, was, was it fucking two? weird. Yeah. Well, same thing, I guess. Yeah, it is, but they never talk about it. <laughs> like, they, they kept him at number two so that they could always say, like, only two people have ever done it. Now only one person That's ever true. done it. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't think uh, on the, actually, to talk about the Rey Mysterio one, I was confident he was going to win that entire time. That was never an upset for me. True. Based on the Eddie thing. I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember watching it and thinking, yeah, that's true. What about, okay, okay. I had another idea. Okay. Shelton Benjamin beating Triple H that night when he first came over to Raw. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what my mindset was at in that one. If I was. I remember being like, holy shit, Shelton Benjamin just beat Triple H. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. What about, uh, I'm, I'm going through a list now. How about now. Curtis Axel beating, how about Kevin Owens beating John Cena? Is that an upset? It was a surprise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I go with Say that. so. Maven beating The Undertaker is on this list. Maven didn't beat The Undertaker. Sure he did. He just knocked him out of the he Royal Rumble. Smackdown, February 7th, 2002. I don't even remember that. Okay, this so all you're, began at the Royal Rumble. Oh, so you're Googling a list of upsets what now? I just said. Oh, I thought you were doing this all out of memory. No, well, the, the Shelton Benjamin one was yeah. out of memory. It's not on this list. but I didn't know um, Maven beat The Undertaker. I have to go back and watch that. The winner would enter the match and eliminate The Undertaker. That's at the Rumble. Undertaker didn't like it. Sure. Would later face Maven for the Hardcore Championship, in which Maven won oh, thanks to The Rock. I think that, yeah. I was going to say, there was a lot of interference going on in that yeah. one. Uh, Kevin Owens and John Cena is on this list. Rico would... over Ric Flair is on this list. That doesn't even feel like it. Said, kids, sadly. Razor Ramon, Sheamus over John Cena. Yeah. I remember that one being surprising mm. me, at least. I don't think I, I, I wasn't watching Styles over Cena. 
Mankind Over the Rock, even though it was that announced. was a good one at the time. Wasn't that the one that was announced? That, yeah. yeah. Hurricane Over the Rock. Ooh, I remember that one. That was yeah. pretty big. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't matter either. Eddie Guerrero I, over Brock Lesnar. What about when David Arquette won the WCW title? That's, yeah. Rey Mysterio Eddie over versus, Kurt Angle and Randy Orton. Yeah, that one didn't really feel like a, he was a upset. Winner. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Eddie one might be my favorite, actually. Eddie over Lesnar. Yeah. yeah, that was a big one, too. Because I remember that one feeling like an upset in that I legitimately thought Eddie was just the There's guy no to get. Way. I just yes. thought Eddie was the guy to get Lesnar to Mania. He was just the February stop, it, yeah. and then he won it. And we're like, oh, God, who's who's he working for Mania? <laughs> yes. Uh, question two. With Jericho writing a fourth book, if you could have any active wrestler uh, write a tell-all book Undertaker. about their experiences who haven't written a book before, whom would you choose? If Undertaker's active, it's The Undertaker. Paul Heyman. He's never really done anything. Paul Heyman would be a really good one. Um, I want Paul Heyman. He's definitely high on my list, but I think I was... Um, I, my appetite was a little bit sated when he had the, the documentary. If it's... Vince McMahon. Ooh, that'd be good. Undertaker Vince would be, good. be pretty cool. If it was completely unbiased and it was just him telling real stories that he wasn't afraid about losing his position with them, Triple H would be pretty cool. I guess he's already written one probably. Has he? I don't believe he has. I don't think he has, actually. No. He did that, that documentary. He's got about 48 DVDs. But, um, but the, all of those have guys in there talking about how they like him that have gone on record saying they don't like him. You have to wonder if Triple H is at the point in his career now where he could write that book and not, and not have to have worry any. about... Yeah. Using any sort of position. I think his position's pretty... Uh... Mm-hmm. Kane would be cool. He Kane's been around stories. for a long time. I want the Kane stories about The Undertaker. Which yeah, I want, because I don't true. think I'm going to get The Undertaker stories from The Undertaker. Uh, with an, uh, what I think Kane a... had a book, but it was like the fictionalized like actual story of Kane. Right, I not... remember that. And it wasn't, yeah, it was it written was a by a third book. party. It wasn't necessarily written by him. Yeah, like it was yeah. like his story. Yeah. Calculating, going through the entire timeline yeah. of Kane. <laughs> I'd like to see Sabu write a book. That'd be cool. And then I smeared dog poo on the wall. Dog poo smooth. <laughs> Kurt Angle would write a good book, I bet. <laughs> I think he had one. Did he have one? I, was say, I, I might he be might have had one. on drugs, though. You go from the Olympics to his WWE heyday to this TNA, TNA bullshit and all yeah. his health issues, his addiction issues. Um, his TNA bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I, as I understand it, Kurt Angle's CNA stuff was very good also. Some of it. It started off very good. Yeah. Uh, what about John Cena? Uh, I don't know if I care. If we got, I, like, I feel the, like he's been so public for his whole life. I would be interested in what's public hearing what his side of the story of like when it all became clear that he was going to be the next guy. I would like a like tell-all John Cena because it's not nearly as fucking squeaky clean as it's played right. out to be. Yeah, but that will never ever no. ever happen. So I uh, if I want if I wanted to know one story about John Cena, I'd want him to go in depth about like his want to be a heel at any point. Like when when he got up against that point where it's like, please, please, let flip me. me. This, flip. <laughs> you yeah. have to understand how not fun this is <laughs> to go out there every night. Yeah. That's true. That'd I want the story about when he banged the four hundred pound girl. Sure, I'd that, I'd listen. Would that happen? Yeah, he talked about it on Howard Stern show before oh, he really? got the real big push. Interesting. Yep. 
Good for hey, big girls need love, mm-hmm. right? Everybody needs love. John Cena's there to he can give you it love to them all. From I Nikki might have Bella been to... a Make a Wish. I'm not exactly sure. But... <laughs> uh, Surely that's illegal. Team. Yeah, that's, uh, that's for the children. <laughs> with an influx of indie darlings getting WWE tryouts. I don't like the term indie darlings. By the way, let's stop with that, dude. Why not? What's wrong with that? I that's, don't like it. That's so much what they are, though. No, they're talented wrestlers. They're that, darlings. There's like nothing insulting about are, the term. They are admired darling. by fans. No, I yeah. think indie darlings is a condescending term. I don't. You would. I think it's, I think it's I nice. Do. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's nice. I would be honored if somebody called me a radio darling. Yeah. Like like a big fit like a big yeah. uh, like a, a specific group of people have a big passion for this person. Yeah. All right, just read the fucking question. <laughs> uh, with an influx of indie darlings getting indie WWE shitheads. tryouts. Do you guys think eventually WWE will just become a much higher budget indie promotion with the majority of the stars being from indie companies and not farm grown boys? No. Well, the, the it's kind of a contradictory statement saying high budget indie. True. Like, indie means independent is the thing you have to not forget. I think I think what he's getting at is are the guys they're bringing in going to outnumber the guys that have not been outside of WWE. Yeah, well, their whole system now is to go out and bring these guys into NXT and then up. Mm. So yeah, like, like it's just that the WWE doesn't like rob cradles and put them in the system anymore. They just let them go out, do whatever they want, and then they scout them and be like, "Yeah, let's come bring it." In. So if it's if the question is, do you think eventually all these people are going to be from other promotions? Yes, because they're not really going out and finding their own guys anymore, which is good. That's a positive thing. Yeah. Although there is still a few that they have. There's sure. a handful of like soccer goalies and yeah. power lifters and yeah. all this kind yeah, of yeah. Shit. Every now and then they go out and, and, and there's, find those guys. There's, those are like a long con kind of guys, whereas they can go onto the indie scene yeah. and they can take guys that they can put on TV fairly quickly. Um, I don't know. Talent is talent. They will take an indie guy, but they still need to kind of sculpt them and teach them their way of doing mm. TV and that kind of thing. So mm. it's kind of a weird question. Yeah, what they're doing now, I think, is a great way for them to do it moving forward. Is yep. to be like, yeah, for all sure. these promotions exist. They're all having, like, the top end of all these promotions are all very talented guys. And if those guys want to jump over to the WWE and be a part of something with a crazy big budget and and a much more obvious storytelling aspect, yeah, uh, then feel free. Remember when we thought Heath Slater was going to go to Evolve and do things? Yeah, that would have been funny. That would have been great. <laughs> It's kind of like the territory thing back in the 80s, but instead of like taking their talent and buying them out or them closing down, they just kind of, you know, not take talent, but like when talent's ready to move up. Yeah. At the end of the day, They've it's become talent. It's like the circle of life. They can do whatever they want. If they WWE's don't... become desirable where it's not, they don't... Com- they're not competing with these other brands. They're being like, yo, we're here. There's a spot. We'd love to work with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Duncan says, thanks, dudes. Also, I know he hasn't watched the product, but I'm really missing the old millennium fucker, Colton Kelly. Oh, a yeah. good bit. So I actually spoke to him today about the indie cast, so we'll see what happens. Good. Keep on pinning your best friend, Duncan, at Brian Danielson with a one instead pinned, of an I. I pinned Monch when he was mustered at the Howler. That's right. I stunned him, and then I pinned him. And you both kind of awkwardly fell him. over, and then, uh, yeah. It was going to just be a stunner on mustard, but I was too drunk to stay on my feet after I hit it. So then I was like, I better pin him while I'm down here. Uh, Ron Lowenberg writes in an email that I'm sure Boris is not going to like. 
Subject line, first time drinking story. Ooh. Oh, boy, here we go. You guys talking about your first time drinking makes me want to tell a story about my first time. I was 19 mm-hmm. at a friend's house part uh, at a friend's house for a party. Okay. I started with a marshmallow oh, smirnoff and strawberry crush. <laughs> that sounds really gross. Uh, but he says I really liked them, okay. so I drank the rest of the bottle that way. Then I moved on to vodka and Mountain Dew. I drank a third gallon of that. Bad. Gallon I think is it two six here. A gallon no, is no, four liters. That's true. A liter, that's a lot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. A two six a, is a liter, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I drank a third of a gallon of that. Then I blacked out. From what I've been told, I drank more and then passed out on the hill behind my friend's house. The last two things I remember from that night were throwing up over the balcony and falling into a recliner. Hmm. I apparently put a hole in his drywall that way. Ooh. I was drunk <laughs> until about 11 the next morning as well. Yeah. All in all, it was a great time, and I would do it over again exactly like that. P.S. I'm in the States. Just go fucking nuts your first time. Be safe. Be in a good, safe environment. Yeah. Make sure there's somebody that's sober-ish, uh, if you know nothing what? else. Like, but the first two times I got drunk, so I told you the Mexico story. I was with my uncle. Yep. And then the, even the time where I had that vodka shooting house party uh, where I got far too drunk, there was two sober adults upstairs right. who were just totally fine with us doing our thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the, guy, the, the, the dad took care of me when I was probably near death. Um, <laughs> made sure I uh, got somewhere safe to sleep. Boris, would you like to tell your story? I don't really have one. Nope. Like Nothing. the first few times that I drank, I don't like there was no crazy vomit, uh, freaking out or anything. I remember like being at parties and stuff. The only thing that I remember was this one party we were drinking and then we went to Subway. And for some reason, they asked me if I wanted white or brown bread. And I thought it was the funniest thing of the world. And I laughed for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, I've been would. there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I don't really have anything. No. No. Uh, we're going to have to try some marshmallow Smirnoff. I don't even know if we can get marshmallow that Marshmallow Smirnoff. They make that and, uh, oh, I'm sure, yeah. If you go to, like, liquor stores, there's all kinds if of If only we knew somebody vodka. that worked at a liquor store. Um, But that's, a that's a, like, a hangover, like, marshmallow oh, yeah. vodka that and crush. That's trouble. sugar and sugar and sugar and, woof, Ooh. you're asking for trouble. Uh, I believe, uh, upon, uh, re-jiggering in my Dilodex of being a liquor store employee, a 2.6 is 750 mils. A 40 is 1.15 liters, and then a 60 is the one I don't know. 1.75 liters? I wonder if I can find it. Yeah, I hear the keys the going in there. I'm just thinking the labels. I'm very confident with two six seven hundred and fifty mils. 710 mils? Might be 710 mils. Can we even get a gallon in 750 mils. Like, 710 even... mils is a pop, I think. Okay, here we go. Yeah, okay, yeah. The Wikipedia's got me helping out here. Okay. Uh, beer measures. On this list, there's a snorkel. Okay. Uh, which is uh, two U.S. ounces. Sure. Um, we're more looking for hard alcohol anyway. What am I looking for here? Why, two six? Why is, uh... You can just punch it into Google uh, Calculator. 26 ounces. Bang. What is 26 ounces in milliliters? Half a gallon is 1.75 liters. Okay, so that's a 40. That's a 60. No, that's a 60. That's a 60 in Canada. That's yeah. a 60 ounce. I've never even heard of a 60 before. He drank a third of a gallon, so about a 2.6. Okay. Is fair to say, right? 750 mils-ish. Yes. Uh, 1.14. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, 2.6 yeah, two will fuck you up first time drinking. Yep. 
Two-stick still fucks me up. Yep. And that's on top of the mushroom. Right. Mushroom. Mush- the mushroom vodka. <laughs> mushroom vodka. <laughs> You'll be seeing things <laughs> after that, let me tell you. Uh, okay. That's a good story. Next and final email. Yeah, thanks for that. Next and final email is from Nova Punk. Mm-hmm. Subject line, heat on Sasha. Ooh. Hey, Satpot. On last week's Lucha Underground, there was a Loser Leaves Lucha match between Rey Mysterio and Chavo Guerrero, where Chavo lost and has to leave the promotion. <gasps> Do you guys think Chavo no. would be good to have back in the WWE? No. I don't know why that's heat on, heat Sasha. on Sasha. I don't know yeah. what that has to do with anything, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no? You know? You know? No. Not even as like a... Oh, like not as a, like an on-air person, like trainer or what have you, or agent or something. Then I don't have a problem with that. But no, not how on, uh... how heavy is Chavo these days? He's still in good shape. I don't I think. think he's under he's... two hundred five. Okay, I was gonna say, how cool would it be to have him come back and be a vet in that uh, cruiserweight division? Only if they bring back Classic too, who is also a. Former Are you now googling Chavo to see how much he weighs? Former. Uh... Hey, he's, he's not even that old. He's the exact same age as Jericho. Jericho turned forty-six this week. And uh, Javo just turned 46. He is listed at five foot nine, two sixteen. Ooh, he could drop then. He gets that. Oh, sorry, eleven. Nothing. Peanuts. He could do that. I don't think Sin Caro's under two or five. I don't so. think. Yeah, I don't think so either. Fuck um, it. Put that cigarette out. Yeah, I don't know. I, if he came back and was a guy with a relatively big name that was going to put over younger stars, I think I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also should remember that just because they wrote him off. In storyline does not mean that his contract is actually up with Lucha Underground. Right. He could very well be still under contract because he's coming back, whatever. So, um, interesting, though, mm-hmm. nonetheless. Okay, that's uh, that's the emails. If you would like to send us one, sapot 316 at yahoo.com. Hey, very well done, everyone, this week, because I completely forgot to send out a tweet until we had already started recording yeah. today. And we got a lot of emails, so that's good. Especially you, Nova Punk, who sent one after I sent out that tweet. So, thank you guys. We love the emails. Keep them coming. Sapod316 at yahoo.com. Now it comes the time when I ask Boris to name me a pay per view and we find a theme to listen to. On the world. I am going to go with WrestleMania 20. Ooh. Just because of all the talk about Lesnar versus Shithead. Sure. That's been going on this week. Um, before yeah, we, before. I think those, uh, uh, two vignettes are on raw one, like this match for the eyes of Goldberg and this match from yep. the eyes. I like the one where Lesnar just Heyman beside him, just the facial expressions on Heyman's mm-hmm. face were awesome. And the whole advice to your wife and son, don't watch. That's fucking badass. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. He said the word fuck too. Oh yeah. That's which right. is uh, a big step. For and the WWE, even I don't in a know if it's just edited thing. I don't know if it's just because Goldberg says it a lot, but I hate the term kick your ass. I don't it's it's outdated and it's lame and I don't know. Goldberg says it a lot. But there's also like there's nothing I'm gonna kick your ass. There's no new way of saying that. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing else that you I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna squash that your booty. Sound as mean. Yeah. I'm gonna There's a million ways to say that without saying kick your ass. But to them, ass and to children, the ass is a swear word, so it, it makes impact when he says it. A kid Pound hears that and goes, oh, ass. my God, he said the A word. I'm going to fuck your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Um, okay, so before we get into WrestleMania 20, uh, 
let's talk more about this uh, PWA event coming up because it's it's going to be a doozy. Uh, we're not sold out yet, but we probably will be, I think right? it's on the way because there's only a certain amount of people we can fit in the old uh, Northgate Lions Center. November the 26th, the PWA presents its final live event of 2016, Christmas Slam, featuring a double main event. No. <laughs> um, the PWA Championship will be on the line. The PWA original, original Marquee will be defending the title against Brett Morgan and... And who? Well, I mean, there's been changes made. I don't know if I'm supposed to say or not. Fuck it. What I've heard is going to be changed to a triple threat match between Marky, Brett Morgan, and Brandon Van Danielson. Ooh, oh. Uh, I don't know. The undercard really has not been finalized yet. There's lots of different talk of a uh, six-person tag team match involving all three Millennial Rebels mm -hmm. against Frenetico you got to think Sheik's hungry to get his title back, too, hey, right? Fredico, Aiden Adams, and Giselle Shaw, which okay. has not been officially announced yet, so I hope I'm not getting any heat for all this stuff I'm saying right now. Right. Um, yes, uh, Sheik Marshabaz will be involved. I don't know. Again, a lot of the undercard has not been finalized yet, but the big one, the main event, God's Gift to Wrestling, Michael Richard Blaze yes. taking on Cody Rhodes. Um... As we said, the last, the main event on the last card, people are calling it may, uh, match of the year. Yes, it was so far pretty damn but good. The, the year ain't over. No, nope. uh, bar's been set high, and I think that we are going to. Uh, this match is going to outdo it. I, I really do. I'm there is very, a lot very excited. riding on this match in terms of careers and people wanting to look good. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. I'm like Michael Scott. Sometimes Maybe you just start a sentence. a guy wants to look good while wrestling the son of someone who is very involved in the developmental of another company. Maybe they both. What the fuck want, are you talking about? Want to look dashing. Um, Cody. He wants to look good? Wrestling the son, the son. of somebody who is involved in... Who was once involved. Oh, who was once involved. Yeah. If you said he was involved now, I'm like, no, he's not really involved in a whole lot of anything anymore. Hey, he's probably running a promotion up there somewhere, right? Hmm. Could be. Could uh, be. A hell of a roster if he is. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, um, But yes, this is going to be an awesome chance for everybody to get a chance to see the hottest uh, free agent on the market in Cody Rhodes. Yes. How hot is he? Apparently... His ROH, this is his last match, I think. Before. Oh, I thought you were going into something funny there. No. Uh, <laughs> apparently. I, I've never had anything. Apparently. <laughs> He's so hot. Apparently, he has to wear lead-lined underwear. That's there you, there you go. That's good. Uh, I think it's his last match before his uh, ROH final battle match, I think. But uh, nonetheless, it's going to be a fantastic night. Tickets are going fast. It's going to be dashing. It's going to be. I love that dashing. That was, I think, his best. He's a very good-looking man. Great. Ring of Handsome. He's going to go to the Ring of Handsome. I liked his uh, his tips <laughs> for being dashing and his. Yeah, everything. We, we get the. <laughs> handsome. Ring of Handsome. There you go. Huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to sell out. So if you're on the fence, if you're living in Edmonton, if you're living in Calgary, if you're living in Kalamazoo. If you're living in Western Canada. I don't give a fuck where you live. You should right. be here for this. Uh, and you should buy your tickets ahead of time, which you can do, right? You can. How do we do this? If you, I'm going to give I a don't. phone number. Okay. All right. 780. Get your pens out. 780. Yeah, let them get their pens. Yeah. 232. They could also just pause it. 
one five three one. You can call that number. Yep. I'm say it or two more if times. you contact us on Twitter, PWA Wrestling CA, uh, we will point you in the right direction to get a hold of your. I believe Ringside might be sold out now. I'm not hundred percent sure. General admission still left, but again, there's only a certain amount of people we can fit in that building before the fire marshal shuts us down. Call right now and it's free shipping. <laughs> it's not But wait, there's more. <laughs> call that number and you'll get to talk to somebody in the PWA. Not just anyone, the one. Okay, good. In good. one and um, one. Tell uh, tell them Sapod sent you too. That'd be cool. Then they know. Yeah, promo then code they know Sapod. Yeah, that's we're, right. We're making a difference. <laughs> promo code Sapod. Promo code Sapod. <laughs> uh, we'll throw in a free set of stick knives at no additional charge. I'm super, super excited for that night. It's I going to be, uh, we're going to end the year with a bang. Mm-hmm. A bang, baby. Yes, yes you are. Okay. Um, He's going to blow you all up. <laughs> I'm going to blow you all. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. That's Wrestle- really yeah, nice. WrestleMania 20 happened March 14th, 2004. Madison I watched Square this in the theater. Um, we ordered on, This was the first ever wrestling pay-per-view that I ordered with my dad uh-huh. ever. And the Boy, cats was it a in the doozy. cradle in the suit. <laughs> I just watched that episode of The Office last night and laughed my ass <laughs> off at it. Uh, match number one was John Cena defeating the Big Show for the oh, United States Championship. Oh, is that one of the first title he won, right? Yeah. Nine minutes, 14 seconds. When Punch him with a chain. I believe that was the first time he ever uh, F'd him as well. Yeah. They had always teased it, and he couldn't do it leading up, and then he finally did it, and the crowd went wild. Punch Basic. him with a chain also. Thugonomics. Also, this was uh, this was the WrestleMania where they, because it was Madison Square Garden, they had the entrance opposite the hard cam, which is always a weird thing to see. They I don't really... think they did on this one. I... They usually do. Oh, at you're right, M- they didn't. They, they had that usually, graphic back yeah, there. They usually right. do at MSG, um, but not for Wrestling Mania. You're right. They, had they did have the weird, like, scrims hanging around with yeah, all the wrestlers. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Uh, match number two, Booker T and Rob Van Dam. Defending their World Tag Team Championships against Garrison Cade and Mark Jindrak. Garrison, don't call me Lance Cade. The Dudley Boys uh-huh. and La Résistance. Yes. I think the other tag match was also four teams. Uh, yeah, Booker T and Rob Van Dam def- defended their titles. Then we have uh, a great match between Christian and Christian. Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes and three seconds this Is this went. during this the, the whole love yeah, triangle Trish. with Lita and Trish and all that? Uh, yes. And this is when Trish turned on Chris Jericho, oh, yeah. and I was heartbroken. Yeah, I felt bad for the old boy. I remember boy. just being like, oh, and then they kissed at the top yeah. of the and I'm like, oh! oh no! Why? 12-year-old <laughs> me so didn't understand hot. it. Just didn't understand why she would pick Christian. 12 oh. years old. Good God. Uh, then Evolution, Randy Orton. Ric Flair and Batista defeated the Rock and Sock Connection mm-hmm. in a handicap match. 17 minutes. I think this was Rocky's last match, wasn't it? For the up long until time, yeah. he came back. Cena. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I remember he had the goatee and hair in this match, and he looked just weird. Dude, I remember him coming on and being like, why? That goatee was a bad idea. That was never, <laughs> never good. Uh, Tori Wilson and Sable defeated Stacy Keebler and Miss Jackie in the Playboy evening gown match. Yeah. A whole two minutes and 41 seconds of it. Times they are a changing. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, how about this? Timely reference. Defending his Cruiserweight Championship, Chavo Guerrero with Chavo Classic. Hey. Defeated 
uh, and in, in the Cruiserweight Open, defeated Shannon Moore, wow. Jamie Noble, yep. Funaki, uh-huh. Nunzio, my boy, with yeah. the, with the mm, fucking thing, Billy Kidman, Rey Mysterio, Tajiri, Akio, who I don't remember, and Ultimo Dragon. Fuck, on paper, that's the best match I've ever seen. Who the fuck? Oh, Jimmy Wang Yang was Akio. This was before Yo. he was Jimmy Wang. Yang. Uh, Billy Kidman, I remember uh, holding, holding serve in that uh, Cruiserweight Classic for a while. Yeah. Before uh, someone came in and uh, beat him. That's a tennis reference. He was, he Old was serve, yeah. Or volleyball. Very good at the shooting. He was the first man that I ever saw do the shooting star press. Yeah, me too. And his shooting star was one of the worst in the history of the business. He kind of uh, went like crooked. Brock Lesnar had a pretty bad shooting star press, if hey. I recall. Well, hey. if you subtract the fact that he torpedoed himself <laughs> head first into the mat, yeah. I mean, it was great. I mean, in some way, he has the best shooting star press But the funny thing about time. that shooting star, though, is like we were all waiting for it because he'd done it in OVW a bunch of times, yeah. and he hadn't busted it out, and we were all like, holy shit, this is going to be the night. This is going to be the night he's going to do it. This is going to be the night. And then in the, during the match, he climbs up to the top, and we're like, holy shit, holy shit, he's going to do it. And then... Yeah, we were like, oh, maybe he shouldn't have done it. Fuck <laughs> yeah. was in a moment, though. Uh, match what? seven. Completely forgot this match even happened, actually. Uh, Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar. Oh, wow. 13 minutes, 43 seconds. Uh, not a great match. Shame they'll never get another kick at the cat. That's Yeah, you're right. If only it was so. Fatal four-way tag match for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Rikishi and Scotty Too Hottie defended their titles against the world's greatest tag team, the Basham Brothers, and the APA. Real deep on SmackDown at that time, apparently. Yeah. Uh, women's championship match, hair versus title match, Victoria defeated Molly Holly and shaved her head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Molly Holly was bald. I, was say, I don't think Molly Holly lasted much after this. If No, she would have come out with the hair. Yeah, no she way. did for a little while, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't think it was much longer until she was gone. She did a whole big wig shtick. Yes. She was uh, talented. Big wig. Nice. Big wig. I like that. She was good. And then remember that remember we did that podcast real early on where Scotty said that Molly Holly was in jail for Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then it didn't turn out to be true. F Max. Eddie Guerrero defended his title against Kurt Angle in a singles match at 21-36, the second longest match of the night. The, uh, that, that was good. The infamous too. loose boot. Right. Yeah. Uh, then we had the return of the Undertaker with Paul Bear, yeah, defeating Kane. Fuck, did I love this? Seven forty-seven. Uh, yeah, me too. Like I was not seven forty-seven. That's pretty short. Yeah, yeah, I was not. It was kind of a squash. It was, if I remember correctly. Uh, it uh, was this Biker Taker? Or no, is this, this was oh, this his return. return. Oh, this was his first okay, match. Okay, this is all oh, right. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buried him alive. They buried Kane him alive, and then he had alive. been getting the vignettes the whole time. And I had never seen, like, I always knew about him because I'd watched some of the Same old stuff, but me. I had never been watching wrestling. Oh, so this would be a pretty big deal. Though. Yeah, this was like, oh god, he's turned back into the dead I man. Will, I will never forget because my dad had seen enough wrestling leading up to this that he knew who Paul Bear was. And I knew who Paul Bear was because of video games. Mm-hmm. But remember <laughs> remember when so Kane comes out first and then the lights go down, and then they had the Druids come out, yeah. which I think Dean Ambrose is one of the Druids. I yeah, think it was this I about card. This, yeah. um, At WrestleMania 20? Yeah. How old would he have been? Like he would have been young. Let's well, find out. Not quite. I was 14. He's like two years older than me. He would have been 16. I don't know if it was this one. Uh, He is not two years older than you. He's born in 85. I was five years old. Oh, so maybe then, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, 19, I'm sure yeah. that's what it was. Um, so they had the Druids come out, and then it was Paul Bear's voice, and all he said was his, no, oh, yes, yeah. yes. And I remember, like, 
like looking at my dad being like, what? and my dad like popped because he knew who that was. And yeah. I remember being, what? What does this mean? What I don't the, get it. What? Like what just being that? so like confused, but also fired up, being yeah. like, ah, ah, ah. And then he came out, and it was yeah, really cool. I remember the one thing. <laughs> I remember the one thing being like, his hair has grown so much since the last yeah. time we. I don't know why that's my one lasting memory of seeing yeah. that, but I'm mean, like, yeah, the f- how did his hair grow so fast? Like this is the one where he had the flaming taker logo too. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That was so cool. So cool. And you know what? This was great. This was the best start to a match because it was um, Kane being like, you're not real. Yeah. You're not. And like inching forward and like looking away from Taker and holding his hand out. And then the second that his hand touches Taker, Taker just starts popping him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Kane was hot, man. This was just after he had been unmasked. His first mania since being unmasked. Yeah. Um, He was was doing big things. Yeah. He was going through everybody. Uh, yeah, so it was great, really good. And then obviously the main event, uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and we'll leave it at that. Twenty-five uh, minutes and twelve seconds. I'll never forget match. when Eddie Guerrero celebrated in the middle of the ring with nobody. Yeah, just mm-hmm. when the confetti came out fell at the end of this match that <laughs> Triple H and Shawn Michaels lost. Just stood there with his WWE Championship. Fuck, it's, uh, it it really really sucks yeah, how that all ended up. Because boy, was that a moment at the time. I think I've told this story on the podcast too, but I. Don't think. Okay, that's what it was. We didn't. My dad and I didn't finish this on the Sunday night because I would have had to go to bed because it was a school night. Sure. So I remember. I don't know where we got, how far we got, uh, but we got to a certain point. And he said, "Okay, you got to go to bed." And I remember fighting him, whatever. And then I woke up the next day and being like, "Okay, if anyone even starts to," con- I didn't know have any friends that were into wrestling. Yeah. So I wasn't. But I was like, if anyone says anything, I'm just gonna fucking lose my shit. So I'm waiting for the bus the next morning, and there's an Edmonton Sun box right there and front page is Chris Benoit holding up the title and I remember looking at him and being like, oh no! what the fuck that was the first time wrestling got spoiled for me there you go not fun ah the Edmonton Sun front page wrestling that was big how fucked it is was, that to think about now we had a few years later Benoit was back on the front page of the Edmonton Sun <laughs> yeah yeah Jesus also in April probably because it was Chris Benoit day the day of the pay-per-view remember uh mm. Old oh, Mandel uh, made it. Backslash? Yeah. Made it Chris Benoit Day. Still to this day, we, we celebrate it. No, no, we don't. <laughs> I observe privately. Yeah. <laughs> are we done? Uh, yes, we I'm are. I'm hungry. Okay, uh, the theme, there's two. There's, Can I pick uh, which one? Sure. Right, I had wait. already picked one, but you pick. Okay, uh, lay it on me. Step Up by Drowning Pool or Touche by Godsmack. Oh, God. We had recently done Godsmack, so I was leaning towards Drowning right, Pool. That's but fine. you, we've also no, done Drowning Pool no, on no, an awful you, lot. Drowning so. Pool's fine. That's not our fault. Drowning Pool did roughly 50% <laughs> of the pay per view. Yes, they did. Let your bodies hit the there floor. SummerSlam WrestleMania. Uh, okay. You can follow us on Twitter at SatPod, individually at The Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. I'm at VB Boris at PWA Wrestling CA. Art Middleton. Love you, brother. We come for you, sucker. I said, I'm thinking of you fondly right now. Why? None of your fucking business. Okay. You guys have like a special moment that I missed out on or something? I actually even know what it is. Just because I was oh. the conversation. Okay. Um, what conversation? Like I, well, I know what, what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, keep your eyes on the website too because there's going to be some videos popping up hopefully very, very, very soon. On what website? Yours. Meaning that we're going to do commentary and upload videos. Oh, that website. Yep. PWA one. Yep. I see what you're saying. That's the one. 
Not the not the shoe sales website, BB Boris. Not that one. <laughs> Great deals. Uh, Scotty is at Scottbox64. Uh, and that's that's the podcast. We'll be back next week to uh, preview Survivor Series. I think I've worn out my welcome, so I probably won't be here. It's all, it all depends on if Scotty uh, has to cover for some bitch yeah. again. So. <laughs> The welcome Scotty. is always as warm as we need it to be. How <laughs> Scotty's piss test goes? Yeah, that too. We're going to have to dibs out doing that test. I don't want to ah, be good the one. God. We'll get a third party to do it. Some Let's toxic ass Let's piss. Let's end this for the love of God. We're listening to Step Up by Drowning Pool. Um, you want to do a Scottyism, somebody? I will. Okay. Until next time, anyone with two fists has a fighting chance. Woo!